Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
Yeah, what's up? <laughs> no, stop. No, I I'm doing a I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. No, for the uh the Beverly Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I gotta I gotta can I call you back later? Okay. Okay. Hey, would you this weekend I'm looking to maybe pierce my ears. Would you go to Claire's boutique with me? Okay, cool. Bye. 
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so sorry. That was my good friend, Kendall Jenner, and we were just making plans for the weekend. How are you guys? Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal, Ryan. It is Friday, and you know what that means. We're going deep into the depths of hell. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion, baby. This felt like a season finale. I think I just, part of my soul just gave up towards the end. I was just like, well, that's it. That's that's the finale. Like, you know, I was like, I can't imagine this keeping going. Like, please, please release me. The, you know, like the queen got out easy at this point. But no, for real, rest in peace, queen. Uh, you know, and, and unfortunately, remember, I deal, I process grief through humor or bad humor. Uh, but it is, this is a known fact now. Uh, the queen, she literally passed watching Erica Jane going... I'm not, I'm fucked up fucking victims. It is, but actually, uh, for for real, rest in peace to the queen. Horrible, tragic news that we'll get into more on Monday. Uh, but what a life, my God! I mean, these these women on Beverly Hills. I, they're they're filming the reunion tomorrow, folks. And my fear, you always do these things. Well, I mean, now that this is my life, I just write fan fiction in my head. I have this weird fear of them opening the the first part of the eight-part reunion and then being like, she did it her way. Let's start with a, a tribute to the queen. And then each lady, you know, Rena's like, what I liked about my friend, the queen, is she was, she was bold and she was brave. And she always, and then Erica's like, and she had a hell of a lot of jewelry, baby. All right. I I have reunion nightmares, which, by the way, the reunion films today, Andy has touched down in Los Angeles somewhere, and uh, I, I, I always wonder, do you guys wonder about... Does he get does it, does he get like nervous? Does he get the chachis? Does he you know get a little IBS before? Because I would be so nervous. He is so cool as a cucumber, Andy. I, that's why I like him so. I don't think this guy stresses it. I'd be a nervous wreck. I'd be pacing. I would be up all night. I would be rewriting questions. I mean, I would. And but this guy, I mean, also. I, I mean, imagine, I think he still enjoys it, but I would just be dreading it. Like, you're just, it's like going to war almost. And this is two years in a row now where we are now in, like, we're on the, the back half of the season. We're, we're nearing the end. I don't know how many episodes, but I would imagine we've got about four episodes left. I would imagine. And... We're in a really bad spot, and we're going to have a blast with it today. And remember, you're safe laughing with me, because like Erica Jane of like, uh, and that makes me dangerous. Is that remember? I'm a loser. I'm a weirdo. And that makes me uh, able to talk about this stuff. So don't feel bad. Like, listen, I am a complete loser. No matter who I make fun of today, remember that I am the number one. If I, Diana, Diana Jenkins, Ryan is a bigger loser than me. Oh, where's my actually, where's my Diana? Like, hi, I'm Diana Jenkins. I'm a bigger loser than Ryan. Remember, we're on YouTube, folks. Uh, you will see fun little, little things like what I just did on YouTube. 
You guys, if you've been listening all week, remember, I do shows all week for those that you don't. I know some people just tune in for the Beverly Hills, but I do shows all week. Had a great, uh, great cast. IG Famous by Dana, Sarah uh, Heron from Us Weekly, Sophie on Monday, Southern Charm recap over on the Patreon. I'm recapping Selling the OC with Kate Legaco. Your boy is working hard. And then today I told, I found out because I'm not organized, I had to go to jury duty today, and thank God I saw. And so I showed up at like 7.30 in the morning, and it's, it's just dreadful. And they make you they make you walk, you guys, like a half mile. They, they give you free parking at least, but then they make you walk a half mile to the place. And, you know, I'm already, then you're walking in sweaty, and you're already just upset. And then I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, how do I... How do I dress? Like, I don't want to make it seem like I, I'd be a good juror to have. But then I got, was like kind of excited because I was like, what if I get one of like Erica Jane's three billion cases against her? And it was really basic. Like I checked in and then I just sat there all day and they kept, there was this one trial, you guys, that started like, they were like, this, we, the rest of these aren't like this, but this trial starts at the beginning of October and lasts 40 days. Uh, if we call your name, you know, like, and there was like, you know, you can get out of it if this, and I was already like in my head excuses. I'm like, I can't, I can't be on a 40 day trial in October. I mean, BravoCon, you guys, which by the way, who's, I'm, I'm excited for BravoCon, but I'm also scared. Like I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I was like, was, is there any, I mean, Sutton, my Sutton, my love, of course I would love to meet in person one day, but the rest of them, I'm like, do I want to meet any of that? Would I be excited? I mean, it would actually, you know what would be funny for you guys if you do go to BravoCon? There should be something where um, you could just watch me be scared around Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane, like how close I can get to them, and you would just see sweat dripping off me because I would be so nervous. But there's no part of me that wants to party with the Beverly Hills ladies except for Sutton and Garcelle. Maybe Crystal a little bit, but I still feel like even two seasons in, I don't know Crystal you know, Crystal, like I always say, is probably going to have the best life out of all of them because she seems relatively normal on screen. And people might say that's boring or that's what or what. But in reality, that just means she has probably a hell of a great family life. She kind of knows what's up. We've always heard rumors about Crystal and her friendships and all that, but it's never made it to screen. So I'm like, she's probably going to be the happiest out of that entire group of people because remember... Remember, everyone is suspect that even agrees to go on a reality show in the first place. And that's just, that is Bible. That is law, you guys. My good friend Kendall Jenner told me that once. <laughs> How sad, you guys. How sad. There are so many great moments in this episode, which we will totally get into. I promise you I will not do a three-hour episode. I can't, like last week. It, it, I did a three-hour episode last Friday on the Beverly Hills, and it, it, was, it was just too much. It was too much. But, I mean, thank you. Somebody, I shit you not, somebody sent, they ran a marathon while listening to last week's Beverly Hills. Like, she did, this girl, this lady, I'm sorry I'm forgetting your name, did three, 20 miles and she goes, I listened to the entire recap while I was running. And I was like, when I ran a marathon, which I did run a marathon once, it, it, just to say I did it. And it, But I never got a runner's high. I was completely miserable the entire time. Like every footstep was just misery. But I wanted to like look back on my life and say I had ran a marathon. But I had done like these massive playlists of like mashups that you hear at the beginning, like pump up songs. 
I felt so bad for that poor woman having to listen to my voice just drum in her ears unless that was like a motivation kind of thing of like just running away from this strange man's voice doing bad Erica Jane impressions, you know? But like some people send me that stuff of like them listening to it and I get really excited. But the running thing scared me because I was like, oh my God, that just sounds... Sounds horrible. I mean, exercise, horrible to begin with. That's like scientifically proven. But then to run to this, like you realize there's music with beats in it that you can, that would make you run faster. And, and she said she was running like eight minute miles. You guys, she must, she might be the fastest woman alive. Oh, how are you guys doing? I didn't even ask how you guys are doing. I hope you're doing good. But anyways, jury duty. Um, so I, I stayed there the whole day. And they, they let you, they give you an hour and a half lunch break. And I was like, could we hurry this up a little bit? And they called a bunch of names and stuff. And then I wasn't getting called. And it got to that point where I was like, should I feel bad? I'm not getting called. Like, I was like, should I show a little ass? Like, you know, like, look at these, look at these hips, you know? And, um, and then finally at the end of the day, my name got called with the group and I walk up and the lady goes, okay, you're good for a year. You're not going to get called back for a year. I'm like, that's it. In my head, I was already having to come back on Friday. And like, I woke up at six. I knew about the queen feeling bad because I woke up at like 6 a.m. I think I knew before anybody in Los Angeles because nobody should be up that early if you're, especially if you're a podcaster. So I, you know, I, I go all the way downtown. But so the great news is, I do not have to do jury duty anymore, and I don't get fined, because that was the other thing, you guys. I don't open a lot of my mail, because <laughs> I'm just a mess. So, by the way, and that's what I want to say to the Beverly Hills ladies, Diana, Lisa, Eric, if any of you guys are listening, because you're like, let's see what this bastard's all about that's talking shit. Know that I truly am a loser. I don't even, I, I missed an entire jury date. So they sent another notice saying you better show up to this one or you're in big trouble. Like that would, like, isn't that crazy that I'm going to end up going to jail before Erica Jane? No, I'm kidding, folks. She's in it. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Okay. We have rules to this podcast. Rules is have fun, right? We might stumble our way upon some deep, thoughts or points and that's purely accidental it's not uh it's not on purpose um uh secondly is that we just have to laugh we have to be silly i'm gonna say stuff that you're gonna disagree with you might find um distasteful it might be too sexual you might get annoyed with the voices and that's okay but just try to go with it try to be as silly as possible we're gonna just blend up everything this is a gigantic mashup just like the song that you heard from the beginning the other thing that I always want to point out is remember two things can be true at once I can find somebody morally reprehensible but they could also be right in what they're saying and we'll get into that because towards the end of the there, there's some things that Erica Jane as disgusting as I find her that she is right in some of the things that she's saying but we'll go into that don't get all you know but we'll, we'll get into that and and most importantly I'm just excited to learn that Lisa Rinna is just good friends with Kendall Jenner. And by the way, this is so funny because we had our panties in a bunch so much about this Aspen trip. And it was so Kathy. And I want you guys to start thinking about it in terms of this. We had such a noise being made by Lisa and, and, and Eric. Oh, all the shit that Kathy did in Aspen. Oh, you just wait. And so far, all I'm seeing 
is the same bullshit from the same bullshit ladies I've seen the entire season and the entire last season. If anything, Kathy has been comic relief. I mean, she's sleeping in a bunk bed for the love of God. She's got little air, 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 uh, hotel booties on. I mean, you know, I, I'm loving it so far. And, and I get it. Kathy Hilton is about to probably say something so horrible and so disgusting, and we're all going to be like, I hate Kathy Hilton. That's that's fine. Whatever. Listen, like I said, everybody's suspect. Everybody that's on a reality show is suspect. I am not looking up to any of these ladies, except for my love, Sutton. Oh, Sutton, I got to tell you, you know, Kathy was kind of throwing, not shade, I, she was just talking about your boobies and saying that they potentially, you know, you had a smaller boobies and they would, they'd be vulgar if they were, and I just wanted to say, you look great. <laughs> you look great. You do. I thought it was very attractive. And I hope Sanjit, your new boyfriend, finds those great as well. So, and if he doesn't, I'm always here to pick up whatever pieces he does. Anyway, so. I'm nervous, you guys, because tomorrow we're going to get all the social media postings from all you'll hear. You'll you'll get the one from Andy in the morning of like, here we go. Rena, say hi. Hey, everybody. Erica, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Andy. You're going to get all of those posts. You'll probably get somebody from set leaking. I would say follow accounts like Christian Gray Snow, uh, Andrew Dominic. You know, there'll they'll be those people that'll get some leaks that we'll see. Like, we'll get probably like a lunch, you know, what happened at lunch break. Um, there was also a rumor today that certain cast members said that, uh, you know, please take it easy on them for their mental health. And... I listen, I am fully in support of mental health, but you don't get to the Super Bowl and then just go take it easy on me. You know what I'm saying? We are in the Super Bowl now. It is too late. I mean, this is like, I, I don't want any of these ladies to get CTE, like irreparable brain damage. Like you can wear a helmet out there on stage for all I care, but you're going to get into it and do not. I don't know who said what to who, but Garcel and Sutton, I know you're not listening, but if you were, and maybe Crystal to a degree, I want you to know, don't, don't, don't back down because you, you know, somebody's saying that they're mental. Remember, these ladies use ploys. They use tactics like an actor. If this one doesn't work, they're going to try this way. Rinna is one of the most manipulative and very talented at it housewives of all time. And that's why she's so, I don't want to say beloved, but she's infamous. And that's why, like I always say, too, I don't care if any of these ladies are fired. I don't care if they're coming. I'll watch this show until the end of days. But remember, those things aren't going to be decided yet. They will be decided after the reunion. But they're going to pull things on you. You know, it's like, oh, no, I'm hurting. Don't 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 hit me in the knee over here. I have a bad knee. And then, you know, Sutton's going to take it easy on Rinna's knee. And then Rinna's going to put around, like, grab a big thing of sand and just throw it in Sutton's face. They're going to distract. They're going to make as much noise as they can to try to throw it out that way. Now, one of the things that I hate, and Garcelle probably hates this as well because it's her real son, is that we had all that shit go down with her son Oliver last week with, you know, his wife and him, him allegedly or potentially cheating on people uh, at, at Vanderpump Vegas, which he works at. And then he went on a date with Raquel. And, you know, it's like I just... I see those things and I think like a coach where I'm like, damn it, somebody's going to use that and say Garcelle, you know, has issue. You know, they're going to use that against her. And the other thing I want to clear up or even just remind people is, oh my God, I think there's like a fly buzzing around. Is that Lisa? 
Lisa, are you here? How did you know I've taken the shape of a fly? Um, is that... <laughs> Sorry. I, I truly am ridiculous, and I realize that, guys. Um, is that... I've also read these things that Sutton might not be too nice off camera. Oh, but on camera, she, you know, she comes off a different way, but off camera, she's only nice to rich people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Only nice to rich people like Erica and Lisa. Didn't you just like lick, lick Diana Jenkins butthole to get an invite to Hawaii? I mean, everybody kisses Diana Jenkins ass so hard that when anybody even says the lightest thing about her on social media, she flips out because Diana seems like she is so used to people kissing her ass that this must have hit like a ton, like a nuclear bomb of like, what is going on? Why is anybody saying anything harsh about me or my guy, Asher Monroe? I, is Asher going to, are they going to do a guy uh, episode where, I'm not an episode, but are they going to bring the guys out? Because sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But come on, man. We need Asher at this reunion of like, whoo. Like if Andy's like, could you sing us a little something new? He's like, I've got a ditty. We've got some ladies here. Everybody's tense. We've got those nipples hard in knots of passings. We've got Rena with those big old lips. We got Erica Jane with the tin can saying, give me tips. Ooh, ooh. Uh, and he's like, that's enough, Asher. No, ooh. We got Kyle with a cowboy hat. What's up with that? We got, we got Kyle with a Muffet and Sons hat. What's up with that? We got Doreen with two cute kids and a big old lug named PK. He reps boy George, but what? <laughs> and we got... And we got Sutton from the South. She thinks her shit don't stink, but I gotta tell you, you upset my girlfriend, Diana Jenkins. <laughs> and Diana Jenkins is sitting there like, oh, yes, yes. And, you know, Lisa's tearing up like, it's beautiful, Asher. That's a, a beautiful song. Oh, my goodness. Asher, that's Barry. Asher, can I sing into this? Oh, the ballad of Erica Jane. Which we'll get into the ballad of Erica Jane later. You can tell my mind is very active in terms of already just daydreaming about this reunion. It's a big one. And I have a feeling we've, we're going in even more toxic than we did last year. If that, if, that, if that says anything, we truly are. I think we are going in... I mean, I would love to do a documentary of just talking to the ladies tonight of going to each one of their houses and not one of those bullshit things where they have Michael Myers show up to Kyle's house and be like, you know, your old co-star Michael, you know, oh, also, are we going to have Jamie Lee Curtis at the reunion? Because we're definitely going to talk about the chic moment. I mean, so many good moments this season, even if you hated it, but I do have to admit that it is toxic. It is. It makes me toxic. It makes us toxic. And that's okay. We, we're we going to be in the off-season soon. And I wrote that this week on Instagram. I said, these housewives, they're almost done for the year. You know, they get an off-season like sports players. But us poor Bravo fans, we are on call 24-7. This shit ends. We got to go right into Salt Lake. And then we go right into Potomac. Like, we, where is our rest 
Where is our time with our families? I feel like we are not, it's like, I feel like we are in our 20s working on our career. You know, like we're like, we got to put it all into this. We are working overtime. Could we please agree for a two-week break somewhere in the mix, potentially around the holidays, just so I can see, I, I don't even recognize some of my friends anymore. You know what I'm saying? My good friend Kendall Jenner called, no. You know what, it's just, it is so much so and we're at such an intense level already. I just can't imagine where it's going to go. Um, so let's see. If you like this show, here's some uh, plugs. Please leave it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This thing always creeps me out to ask people to do. But I will say I'm getting more and more to the point of it's not creepy. It's like I'm really proud of it. And I want this to do good. And listen, I talk to so many other podcasters and I'll talk to Meditza or Sandra and like, you know, it's like, I'll talk to other podcasters that I look up to and they are scared. They're like, I not, you know, shit's not happening for me. And I feel that too. And I look at them. I'm like, if you feel like shit's not happening for you, I can't, you, I, what, what hope do I have? So just remember everything that you do to support this show or to support our sponsors or to even support another podcaster. Remember, it helps. Remember, this is like a big thing. It's a silly thing. Isn't this a silly dream? But it is my dream. So I know that it's silly, but anything that you can do to support this show, whether it be a five-star review, signing up for the Patreon, um, uh, you know, getting one of the sponsors' products, those things all help because, you know, I found that I love doing this later in life and I want to be able to continue to do this for the rest of my life. I mean, this truly, I was at jury duty all day thinking about this, you know, like I took my lunch break and I rewatched this show. I mean, like I, I really, I really am so consumed by this and, and I don't get to talk to all of you guys as much as I want to, but when I do open up something that's so nice, I almost, I can't believe it. I just can't imagine it. I it just like, I want to show it to the Ryan from like six years ago and go like, look at what this nice person said about, you know, like it's really, really cool. So thank you. Thank you. And please continue. Just remember, I can only do this because of you. You know, eventually one day it always saddens me that I'll turn you off completely and you'll be like, I can't take this guy anymore. And I get that. Podcasting's kind of like that. It's like friendships where there's seasons. But I hope that you'll come back at some point. I hope this door, and I want you to know the door will always be open. Uh, not for the Beverly Hills ladies, but just just uh, for you guys. Okay. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, I... I, you know what? Listen, I am such a troll online and I still, I mean, I feel like I'm a troll with a heart of gold, but it's still trollish. And, um, fuck, I tweeted this thing, um, about an hour ago. I was trying to get, like, I, it takes me, it takes me a second to get the, to get the urge to want to sit and talk about these ladies now. And it really does take a second for me to pump myself up. I feel like I, I'm so obsessed with that movie Elvis that I watched last week on HBO Max, where at the end of his life, they were just like pumping him full of, I'm like, yeah, baby, give me, give me that peanut butter banana sandwich. Yeah. Give me amphetamines, baby. Come on. I got to talk about those ladies. I got a Friday, a Friday recap to do, baby. I, I will die on a toilet. It'll probably be after a Beverly Hills recap. Oh my God, please don't let it be tonight. Anyways, I tweeted, uh, said at Andy and I tagged Andy Cohen in a tweet. I said, good luck tomorrow at the end of the reunion. Can you make all the ladies do a toast with Kathy's tequila? Because poor Kathy, this whole damn thing, she's trying to push a tequila all season and you know, that's fine. But like all the ladies like roll her eyes, like Rena, we had to sit through a whole fucking episode of Rena Rose, the sewage water that you're selling 
on top of rental lip kits and on top of like every fucking house that they use in this is like somehow affiliated with the agency, which by the way, Mauricio, I'll get to you. I had this theory last week and it's like just getting stronger in my mind that Mauricio is like a Doctor Strange type that literally can bend time and space because there is just no way that this man is in control of one of the biggest, hugest real estate companies of all time. And yet he's like, just like, let's hit the slopes. I've got plenty of time. Yeah, let's get some Bloody Marys. Like he's always just doing things unrelated to work. And he looks great doing it. He looks like he's not a care in the world. And I'm just like, that's just, I'm so jealous of him. My God. This guy right here. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Mo. Let's smoke a fat one. He seems like he's never he's never too drunk or too high. I mean, sometimes he seems a little too high. But you know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't, wouldn't he have to do so much paperwork? And I know there's assistance and things like that. I'm just, there's got to be something metaphysical with Mauricio to be able to do all of this so well. And then just like, he's always just popping up in scenes. He's like, yeah, well, I'm going to go to dinner with you ladies. Why not? Like, what? Like, I try to bail out of everything. Any Like, as, I, I get invited to things. I'm just like, no. Or I'll be like, yeah. And then the day of, like, no. I'm, I'm so happy not doing things, you know? So anyways, I did this tweet. And I said, yeah, let do, do, you know, everybody do the Kathy's tequila. And then I Instagrammed it as well because, you know, it's a solid joke. But it's also, wouldn't that be a great moment at the end of these eight billion part reunion? Because they always toast with something. Wouldn't it be great to toast with Kathy Hilton's tequila to make all those ladies who all got butt hurt about not wanting to listen to Kathy talk about her poor tequila have to do a shot of tequila? It would be such a great moment. And then I see, because I, <laughs> you can see on Instagram in your stories, if that person, like if I bit like at Andy and I did like at Bravo Andy on Instagram and I saw that he opened it and this dude, and it, it breaks my heart. Like, listen, I am not like, I would be starstruck with Sutton maybe just cause I have such emotional feelings for her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the Andy, like I look up to that dude so much and like, that's not, I'm not even joking and nobody, some people don't even understand why I like him so much. I think that man is so talented and he just thinks of me as troll. He didn't even, he didn't even heart it. He didn't even like, and I think this is like, this, this happens not frequently, but it happens enough where I'm like, he can't, at least he didn't block me, but I, I, it's gotta be close. Cause he obviously does not like me or appreciate my humor, but at the same time, Andy, we could work together. Dude, I would intern and just write like stupid jokes and like listen I could write from like a weird straight male perspective and and come on I could give you jokes on the fly I know you have a team of writers I don't even need to get paid I just like hang around and give you jokes about Erica Jane and Rinna and all those people and you can choose to use them or don't but it breaks my like I don't need a follow by Andy but just maybe a heart or like an lol you know like like, what do you got to be? Like, I, I, I got to learn how to play fucking guitar and, like, like dress like a, a Colorado cowboy, like John Mayer, to get some attention? That's the thing, by the way. When I go working out with my trainer lately, that's, I mean, it's like, now I feel like I'm just working out so Andy Cohen will look at me eventually without, like, disgust in his eyes. Because that's what I just, I feel like he, I can't even get an LOL out of him. Andy Cohen, like, listen, he's one of the biggest Stern fans ever. If you if you listen to Howard Stern, Andy Cohen is on all the time. And that always made my heart feel so good because I love Stern. And him and Andy were great together. And it's like, I know we have the same sense of humor, Andy. Let me into your heart. Let me in, Andy, please. 
let me into your heart. If anybody listens that's friends with Andy, can you tell them that I'm I'm I've got a heart <laughs> I've got a black heart of gold, please, please. Let's just get right into the episode, you guys, because we're gonna take a lot of what we call detours. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to get because also on social media this week, it's been playing out. Lisa Rinna said she's going to stop posting about housewives. Yet today started posting a lot about housewives because she just can't stop. Like truly, this woman is addicted to uh, messiness and drama and grossness and yuckiness. And we're going to get into that, but we're going to get into those little stories because Diana Jenkins, her law team has, I mean, they are billing so many hours lately, you guys. We had, of course, the cease and desist to all the podcasts podcasters and websites and all that last week. But now today we got back to back. We got setting up a victims fund for the victims of Girardi Keys and the Lion Air crash. And she's suing robots. She's suing the bots, you guys. Like she doesn't even know who the bots are and she's suing them. And that's like, I just, I was like, I was like talking to my computer. I was like, are you threatened by Diana? Is like, are you a bot computer? Because I just said, I don't know what necessarily a bot is. But then I was like, is it just anything electronic? Like, is my computer scared of Diana Jenkins as well? Like, how do you sue somebody that you don't even know who they are? Like, I will sue all the bots. All the bots will have to show up for trial. And Ryan will be the juror. One of the juror. I'll make him go to jury duty. How do you even, how do you do, how do you sue bots? We'll get into that, but it's, and also what interesting timing to have that come out yesterday, the day of the show, when we know it's one of Erica's least, I mean, this is, I mean, there's like a top, it's like a top 30 of Erica's least, um, you know, human moments. And last night was one of them. Even if she was right in some of the things she was saying, really, truly, um, it's not what you would teach your kids, right? You want to teach your kids empathy. You want to teach them to um, to to feel empathy towards other people's uh, not victimization, but the things that happen bad in their lives and the people they lose in their lives, and to teach them to have it not all just be about themselves, which is such a hard lesson to learn. I mean, Erica's in her fifties and she's not learned that lesson yet that this is not about her. Um, and the harder she fights against it, right? The harder she fights against it so hard that it just keeps making it bigger and bigger and making her look worse and worse. And the thing is, she has the, like, she has an argument. Like, I'm not an idiot, guys. Like, I'm, I'm, I find it funny. And especially on Twitter, people are like very like black and white. And I love, I'll do a black and white joke of like, you know, I find these things funny. I find these things not funny. But I'm not an idiot. I can listen to people's things. Like, I know when something makes sense. But I always root for people to have some kind of emotional makeup. And some kind of emotional makeup away from themselves. I get really turned off. And I know this is such a huge turn on for everybody. But I don't like cockiness. I don't love. And and maybe I need to learn to love a little bit more. Because I'm not very confident. And I don't. Um, I'm not personally attracted to extreme confidence, but I notice it, you know, and I'm like, oh, wow, that would be a good talent to have. But I also want like, or the friends in my life or the people in my life or the people that I'm attracted to on TV or in books and film are people that, that have a lot of heart that wear their heart on their sleeves. That might not be the winner, not necessarily the underdog, but you know, just that, that person that is special. There's so many people that I don't get to talk to that are not like Bravo podcasters or in, that I follow on Instagram. Like all that you guys, like I watch your families being raised and I want, and you, you like, I have these thoughts of like, God, these are great people. These are funny people. Like, you know, real people, basically. 
And it seems like these shows push people to be less and less real for a show that's called Real Housewives. Um, and I always just find that so bizarre. So also a big shout out, a big happy birthday shout out goes to Juliana Carraza, who has taken these, uh, transcribed these notes. She is so good at transcribing these notes. It you know, I transcribed the Southern Charm notes and Selling OC notes. And last year, the Beverly Hills notes almost killed me. Juliana Carraza stepped up um, and was like, do, do you need help? And it was so hard to, a- it's so hard for me to ask for help for things I, I don't, but I'm just, and and it's so silly because I'm just not good at so many things, but I get indignant. Like, no, I'll do that. And it was so hard to say, okay, maybe try it. And she's just been so great at it and it's her birthday today so happy happy birthday to you oh but thank you juliana so much this is so helpful and i have you i hope you've had the best birthday um and and, and thank you for even taking a moment out um, many moments out to do this for me this season it really does help me so so much so thank you juliana and and have the best year ahead okay folks let's get into it september 7th 2022 the date that will live in infamy the second episode of the Aspen episodes. Um, by the way, this is a picture of Kathy Hilton where she looks like she's um, just zooted out on some of Lisa Rinna's uh, weed raspberry things, blueberry things. How could you be mad at a face like this? Look at her with her goofy little glasses. Come on. How could you be mad at this? No. Uh, this is entitled The Girl with the Diamond Earrings. And I'm going to just chuck my computer out of a three-story window because fuck these diamond earrings. I don't let, let her let her keep the diamond earrings for, for God's sakes. Tom, what do you say? This is, by the way, this is all because of this stupid man. If you're watching YouTube, I'm holding up my, my framed photo of Tom Girardi, Esquire from Girardi Keese, bought her these fucking billion dollar diamond earrings that Erica can't let go of. It's fucking like Gollum. I'm like, hey, I precious precious this man is a horrible horrible man do not get it twisted erica on top of it doesn't seem like she has much of a soul but this man is fucking horrible and i'm so tired of talking about these damn earrings choke on the earrings for all i care keep them wear them for the rest of your lives i don't want to hear about these damn earrings again you don't want to give them away and you'd rather spend hundreds of thousands of dollars defending uh in court to keep these damn diamond earrings what a waste of money can we can we agree to just let her keep the diamond earrings and then all the money that she's using to fight to keep the diamond earrings we give that to the victims could we trick erica and i mean even now we got diana jenkins giving money to the victims before erica does so the description that the cable this is only episode 17 you guys i the summary is the ladies hit the slopes in aspen where dorit proves to be shaky on her skis isn't it the weirdest things they choose to put in these descriptions like if you were to tell me after you watched this episode of what stood out would you be like oh well first off dorit on the skis what a moment no not even like not even like in my top 20 moments, Sutton goes snowmobiling, snowmobiling. Do you ever find out words that you can't say well when you're doing a pod? Snowmobiling. That just doesn't even seem right. Snowmobiling, but is really revved up about Diana. 
Whoever wrote that or Bravo revved up about Diana, I love it because it plays off the word snowmobile. But I like that this is another thing that is like, okay, yeah, I guess that happened. Garcelle broaches a very touchy subject with Erica at dinner. That's right. Race in America. No, no, it's the fucking earrings again. And we'll get into that because remember, uh, last episode, Garcelle let us know she used to work on a show called uh, The Talk, right? And it's now canceled, but they did a whole episode about Erica's earrings, and they had already filmed it before the Aspen trip, but it came out, remember, it came out the week after the Aspen trip, so it was like the perfect timing because we had heard all of these rumors, but we heard all these rumors against Kathy, and then this Garcelle thing aired, so the timing of it was crazy. We'll probably play a couple clips from what was actually said on the talk uh, later. So that was the description. Uh, We always start these episodes with previously, Bravo thinks that we have a low attention span. Great. Crystal goes, did you read anything about Erica this morning? The article said that she has $750,000 earrings. If those earrings were paid from the company, that needs to go back. And all of a sudden, the reality blurb headline hits the screen. Garcelle Bouvet calls out Erica Jane for not giving up $750,000 earrings. Suggests she lacks compassion. At this point, I don't know how, like, suggests she lacks compassion. I think everything that we've seen suggests she lacks compassion. I don't think Garcelle needs to do it. I think the reality blurb could have just been, this happened, Erica lacks compassion. Then we go to the scene of Kyle going, cheers, everybody. Yay, Aspen. And by the way, when I do Kyle now, I've got to put on this big, I don't have a cowboy hat, but I have this kind of, what is this, like a sombrero kind of a thing? I'm going to put this on because Kyle is just so fixated on these damn cowboy hats. And the closer she gets to the snow, she becomes more of a cowboy. It's like she's like the female, like the, the eighth female member of Mumford & Sons. Like, I always feel like Kyle's about to pick up a fiddle or something. I'm like, Kyle, do you even... Kyle's always like, let's make a fire. Let me put on one of my 30 cowboy hats. Like, it's like, what is... Like, does she... You know she leaves... You know she has a closet of cowboy hats in Aspen. That's probably where her main cowboy hat collection is. Do I look good in this hat, by the way? Is this something that I should just... Maybe this could be my new look. Anyways, yeah, so so Kat, she's like, whoa, we're in an Aspen house. And Rinna, Rinna, and by the way, this is my... I am fully turning into Carrot Top. This is my Rinna hat. She always wears the... The hey, what's up, guys? What's it? You know, it's the uh, what do we got? The bucket hat. The, the, Rena always when she gets in her cozies, it's always this bucket hat. And she's like, look how cute this house is. I'm gonna put my bucket hat on. Uh, we remember we split this into two houses because Kyle's house is a little hovel. It's a little hole in the wall. No, it's a beautiful house, but all the ladies couldn't stay there. So the agency, fun fact, the agency, you guys, I just found this out this week, Mauricio Omansky is the head of it. And they say it about 80 times each episode and they wear hats and shirts. There's a lot of signage, a lot of, um, uh, what is that called? Free promotion is done for the agency on this show. And some of these ladies are staying at this mansion and there's even a house manager, Jenny, which I was like, why did we get Jenny's name? Because then I was like, I was waiting for Jenny to have a scene this week. Because I was like, does she come back into play somehow? Like, do we need to remember her name? Like, I saw that um, A24 movie, Bodies, 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 about the like all the teens in the house and the power goes out. And then it's like a whodunit, like who's killing who? I hate to give anything away. But then I was like starting to think, of, like, oh, what if this turns into like a game of Clue? And the, and I was like, my money's on manager Jenny. She, I don't trust her at all. And then Cherie's like, by the way, Cherie Zampino, I got to tell you, she's in this episode again, but I feel like we're not getting... 
Shuri had such a strong start and I feel like she's getting pushed further and further back in the corner. And I'm like, no, Sheree, come out, play with us. I want to find out what your deal is. In fact, like I, I, I don't even recognize her voice yet. And I hate that. Sheree's like, there's an elevator. And Jenny goes, this is where the party is. And I'm like, manager, Jenny, stop. And then, um, we go to another scene from last week where, uh, Diana's assistant, Leah is there. She's dressing Diana like a little baby. She's like, I feel like a baby. I'm very happy. I stay at hotel. I'm protecting them from me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Once again, I will always say the staying at the hotel thing. I guess if you have money, you know, do with it what you want to do with it, but it doesn't really help your case. And it's more of that thing, especially on a first season where you should integrate, you should integrate yourself with the other cast members. And you literally are putting wall after wall after wall up with these women. I mean, hell, Diana, stay at Kyle's with your buddies, Rinna and Erica, whatever makes you comfortable. But like, I don't, it's like, there's something weird, like there's something so weird to me about that because then it's like what happens when you go there like do do they shut you off do they turn you on they're taking you out of your clothes putting you in clothes do they bathe you i mean do they have like the royal bathers like in coming to america um last week at kyle's they they whipped out the ouija board and kyle was being a shitster she's like why did garcelle unfollow erica on instagram and garcelle goes because she called me a liar and erica's like yeah it's not all cool by you and Garcelle goes, no, no. And so well, I haven't heard y'all say one thing to her about calling me a see you next Tuesday, I say, I say. And Diana goes, but you are one. Ha, 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 ha. And then Erica goes, ha, 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 ha
very angry. Do you notice how we've had now Rinna, Diana, and Erica all have the same similar explosions in terms of raising their voice and throwing, like, you know, it's all like, you know, Rinna's was because of grief, Diana's because she doesn't like Sutton, Erica's because the world's against her, blah, blah, blah. But it's the same kind of rage. And that's why I think they genuinely get along is that they're all at their core, potentially angry, angry people, or at least that's how it comes off on screen this season. I Correct me if I'm wrong, but it really does. Like, I mean... Sutton, when she's like, well, I'll tell you what, like Sutton's that person that says stupid shit sometimes. And you're like, Ooh, that's a little distasteful. That's a little, Oh, you're a little rich. You know, it's like, I think things like that sometimes of Sutton, but this is so sometimes below the belt and it's weird. And I fe- it just feels gross. So, you know, they're like, she's like, I'm leaving. And so it's like, well, yeah, go back to your hotel. And she's like, oh, you made my Sutton cry. And then Diana's like, you and your crocodile tears. Sutton's like, enough of that. And Garcelle goes, that's that's a lot. And Sutton's sobbing. She's like, I'm not being dramatic. And Garcelle goes, nobody thinks you are. Nobody wants to hear that. And it was just one of those things that even, even if you don't like Sutton, and I do, I read a lot of stuff of people, for as much as people like Sutton, a lot of people still don't like Sutton. And I get that. I'm not going to fight against you on that. But you've got to then still understand in moments when these things don't work, when, you know, when they come off as just straight up bullying, that these women are straight up bullies sometimes. And think back to your schoolyard days or whatever. Remember, either you were the bully or you did get bullied or you watched it from afar and hoped it would never happen to you. This was one of those moments. And it always makes me really sad because these are women in their 50s and it's still happening. This shit never ends, you guys. I mean, we have to end it. So there's no taglines this week because there's too much story. Uh, It's the morning after in Aspen. We get a a quick sign, Elevation 7908. Thank you, Juliana, for that that addition in there. Kyle's house, 9.57 a.m. We see the dog, Stormy, asleep by the door. This dog, it's like, you know, uh, I said this before, but I always... Like I grew up like loving vampire stories and in the movie The Lost Boys with Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, Nanook was Corey Haim's dog uh, in that and Nanook protected Corey from the vampires. But then I was like, I wonder if Storm, uh, I wonder if Kyle's dog protects Kyle from like Rinna and shit like that. Like that and maybe that's why that dog got chosen to go to Aspen because Kyle has like 800 dogs, maybe because that's the protector. Um, and it's 9 57 AM, which I don't know why we need to know that detail. It's very summer house of like, who clocked that was like, Hey Randy, what time is it? Uh, we got a stationary shot outside of, uh, Kyle's Aspen house. It's uh 9 57 AM. Okay. Make a note of that. We're going to put that up on screen. Rena's in the kitchen, just talking to herself. And she's like, I'll have more coffee. Yeah. <laughs> God knows what it'll do for me. Who cares? I'm going to stroke out. <laughs> Like, I mean, if you are Lisa Rinna, do you ever think coffee is a good idea? Like, there's got to be a point where you're like, I am coffee. Like, you know, like how Machine Gun Kelly uh, told Megan Fox that he goes, I am weed. Like, they bumped into each other at a party and she thought it was super sexy because he just said, I am weed. Like, Rinna could just be like, I am coffee. Yeah, I am coffee. And I would believe her. You bite you if you if you like got a follicle over her hair, I shit you not, CSI testing would say, holy shit, this is 98% Colombian. This is just pure coffee. 
Kyle comes in and goes, good morning. And Ren is like, I have a question. Do you have any more stevia? <laughs> and uh, Juliana puts, that's a sweetener alternative that doesn't have real sugar or calories. Um, Juliana, I know what stevia is. I have dieted for so much of my life. So I do, I actually do use stevia in my coffee and I have for many years now. That is one of the things that I actually do know. Kyle goes, let me see, please look at this. And Renee goes, oh, I see it. I found it. Oh, happy days. You've got two boxes of stevia. And Kyle's like, oh, good. Okay. Well, I'm not over those shoes. My sister Kathy arrived in. I sent a picture to Paris and Nikki and I said, just so you know, your mom showed up in Aspen with these shoes with socks to her calves and Paris and Nikki wrote back who's this why are you texting us it's so I don't know oh it's our aunt okay but seriously like I bet Kyle's like this is an opportunity to text to text Paris um also like I just at a certain point, and we'll get into this too, is that Paris started liking a lot of tweets uh, last night or after the show aired of people like saying like that that Kyle's mean to Kathy, and Paris was liking a lot of them because it's it. I got to tell you, is I've heard some like sometimes I know you think my mom Becky Bailey nobody's ever said a bad word about her, but I've heard even my sister I've heard say like a bad thing about, and I've like stopped. I was like, that's not cool. Like I will not take that kind of shit, and it made me actually respect Paris a little bit more because you know, listen. You're not going to make fun of my mom and you're not going to make fun of Kathy Hilton if you're Paris Hilton. And, you know, and and Kyle just it it's turning into Kyle thinks that Kathy is the butt of all the jokes and like Kathy forgets things and and, and she's very Kathy. But I can see you can definitely see the sister relationship, but I can also see why they have major falling outs where they don't talk for long periods of time. I can see that. And I feel like the power dynamic has probably shifted a lot as Kyle has become more successful. And that's probably really hard for Kathy to take as well. Because when you're the one that's used to like taking care of everything and telling people how to do it, you even see in that moment later on where, you know, there's a heated argument going on with Erica and Kyle's cursing and Kathy goes, Kyle, cursing, please. Because she's used to being there to like try to take care of her sister or put her in like, you know, Kyle, we've got to take care of ourselves. And it's it might be funny because, you know, she's interrupting an argument. But at the end of the day, Kathy's used to looking after her little sister. And it might, you know, so that's how I read that. Um, so one day earlier, we could flash back to Kyle with Kathy going, those are your shoes? You went to the airport like that? And Kathy goes, yeah. Well, what if people recognize you? And we're back to the Rinna scene. And Kyle's like, she's out of her fucking gourd. I don't even want them in my house. And Rinna's like, well, if they're dirty, maybe we should wash them. <laughs> and Kyle's like, I'm not washing them. Those are her hotel slippers. Kyle, Kathy stays at the best hotels in the world. Her fucking name is Kathy Hilton, by the way. I love that it's like, these are dirty hotel slippers. I get the sentiment, but this isn't a fucking best Western. You know, we're not at a Days Inn. No offense, I've enjoyed times at Days Inn in my life. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, these are dirty, like, hotel slippers. Most dirty hotels don't even have slippers to begin with. If you have a hotel with slippers, you've already made a good decision. Rina goes, oh, is this Sutton's roller or is this yours? And she has that purple roller thing that Sutton puts on her face when she's, um, you know, upset. And Kyle's like, that's my roller, which is kind of funny because I think Sutton bought that purple roller first. And then Kyle was like, 
that's a good roller. I'm going to buy that roller. And so then Rena goes, oh, I love this roller. <laughs> Would you ever let anything that touches Rena fa- Rena's face ever touch your face ever again? Like, I was just wondering if Kyle watched that and goes, well, got to throw that away. Like, I-, I almost felt like Kyle was about to just say, Rena, just, you can just keep that. Because just you just picture in all the things coming off Lisa's face and just like little pieces of lip and just all of the darkness. This is a good roller. <laughs> I'm rolling out my face. <laughs> I swear to God, and this is another thing, ladies, that I just, I had IG Famous by Dana who was explaining a lot of women's like plastic surgery things and stuff like that to me that I still don't understand. I don't understand. I think they're just selling you these little metal batons for your faces and they don't even like do anything like i tried to put a metal baton on my face and i just like i didn't notice like a huge difference i didn't know and they're like oh put it in the freezer to cool it and then i'm like okay so it's like a you know i can just throw some cold water on my face and it's like the same thing i think they're just trying to take you for all your money and sell you metal batons to rub all over your faces you know doesn't i don't see any difference Kyle goes, the level of exhaustion is beyond, like, dealing with Kathy. And Rena goes, yesterday was a long day. And plus, Diana was out of control. She was in pain. You hurt. She's hurt. It comes out as rage at times. (laughs) By the way, this is exactly what Rena said about herself a couple episodes ago. It's like, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. It's coming off his rage. So we've got, you know, therapist Rinna on the case, you guys. I love in this scene, though, Rinna doesn't point out of like, I'm dealing with the same rage. I've acted the same way that Diana has. And so she's like, you know what? I've consulted some of my therapy books and it seems like Diana's in pain. (laughs) And Kyle's like, well, after what happened last night, thank God Diana wasn't staying at the house. And then Erica, like all Bopsy twins, it's like she like skips down the stairs. He's like, it's like, you ever notice that when like, it's startling when Erica gets happy, when she like comes into a room happy, you're just so used to her being a bump on a log that when she like just skips down, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, did she just steal something? Like, I was like, Check your wallets, everybody. Does everybody have their watches? Like, she's way too happy. She was like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hi. And we're like, hi, cutie. Ski bunny. Oh, you're not a ski bunny, but you look like a ski bunny. And Kyle's like, well, are we all going to go skiing? And Erica's like, I'm going to go snowmobiling. <laughs> snowmobiling. I've had three knee surgeries. I can't have a fourth. <laughs> yeah, I bet she's done a lot of stuff on your on her knees. Ew. That's what I'm talking about, folks, when I say an easy joke. That's an easy joke because what that joke is, it's saying that she's been on her knees doing things for things like diamond earrings. And it's an easy joke. It's not a good one, okay? So, but that, I'm just giving you that as an example of from earlier. And Kyle goes... Has anyone heard Kathy stirring? Because Kathy remembers in the bunk beds downstairs. And Erica's like, no, I haven't. And Rena's like, no stirring from Kathy. And Kyle's like, well, we're talking about obviously the obvious. And Rena's like, I'm going to shit in the middle here. And Kyle goes, yeah. Um, Rena goes, I'll shit here and be cozy. Cozy. How m- You know Rena says the word cozy probably 3,000 times a year. Yeah, I bet she says cozy constantly because later on, later on in the episode, when they get back to the house from dinner, she's like, I'm going to put on my cozies, my cozies. Kyle goes, I know Sutton and Diana and the whole thing, like, but when I talk with Sutton one on one, I totally get her humor. She shares a lot with me. And then we're in the group. I often find myself thinking I can't figure her out. And Erica's like, you're right. She says it really energetically. You guys, this is how hard I watch the show. When I was watching, she's like, you're right. 
You're right, huh? One-on-one, there are great moments. And then she won 80s and becomes something completely different. And Rudy goes, it's very high school. Like, this is the shit that, like, just dry, you steam comes out of my ears. When Rinna says shit like it's very high school, I feel like there should be a running tally on the screen where, like, Rinna, like, these ladies get charged $100 every time they're just so completely ignorant and hypocritical. You know, of like Rinna saying it's very high school. Rinna, I watch you literally shit yourself yelling at your Rinna Rose party. I will cut you down! I mean, sear it, my ear bleeding. Kyle's like, it sounds stupid, but isn't it trivial? I mean, it's classic mean girl stuff. Like if I say, Rinna, let's unfollow Erica, that's being fucking mean. Kyle, I find you $500 just for this sentence. So what she's referring to, of course, was last week when Garcelle unfollowed Erica and then someone's like, well, I said I would unfollow Erica too as a joke, you know? And everybody's like, how dare Sutton Strack, that bitch. Oh my God, what a dumb, dumb bitch. Like they were so offended, but it's like, what? (laughs) Sutton, like, just think about last season. Just think about Kathy's house. Oh, what? Oh, what? She has been yelled at face to face on camera, humiliated by Erica Jane and some of these other ladies as well. So many times. If she wants to fucking unfollow, I don't, I mean, like Jesus Christ. Jesus H. Christ, for the love of God, she can. But like Erica, especially you understand, because it's like, who the fuck cares? Erica's not her real friend. Garcelle's her real friend. Are she's trying to make Garcelle happy? Oh, look, I'll do it too. Don't act like I've seen all you guys do similar kind of behaviors. Like that's so ridiculous. And for these ladies, these flunky force five that does shit like this all the time to be like, this is classic mean girl behavior. It's just, what is going on? And Rinna's like, it's so sad. It is so sad. Meanwhile, we're in a white uh, Sprinter van and Sutton's like, well, I got a good night's sleep last night. And Garcelle's like, good. Last night was rough for sure. And Sutton's like, well, I'm not here to cry fight. I'll say, I'll say, I'm here to enjoy the snow and learn new things like how to snowmobile, you know, or maybe build a snowman with a little carrot on top, a little top hat, maybe some charcoal for eyes. You know, I think this is a good uh, exercise for me, I'll say, I'll say, and be challenging to ourselves. You know, it's going to be challenging because we're picking up Erica Jane right now, you know, and it's it's good for her for, for keeping even in a good mood, you know. And Cherie is in the backseat too, but she's really not saying a lot. And Garcelle goes, for us both. And Sutton's goes, for us both. So basically, they're going to pick her up because Erica's snowmobiling. And, you know, and that just to me, it, it that's like my nightmare. Getting into a fight with somebody and then having to be in a van with them on camera. Um, I just, I, I gotta say, I'm kind of proud of Sutton. Like, I thought Sun would actually just not film the next day after that of like, she really is taking so many hits and she keeps getting back up. And I think you're going to see if they keep Erica Jane for another season, eventually Erica truly is going to respect the hell out of Sutton. I know you might say I'm crazy, but I think give it maybe a season more if Erica Jane stays, they will, Erica Jane will eventually love Sutton. So we have a flashback to the night before where Garcelle goes, I was really hurt being called a liar, Erica, and I did something about it. And that was to unfollow her. And Sutton's like, Erica called me a very bad name. Like there's a, you know, I'm like, exactly. This is the reason Sutton 
it shouldn't fucking matter if Sutton unfollows and follows Erica 3,000 times because Erica's called her a C-U-N-T. Garcelle goes, Erica, we don't have to be friends. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. You know, the cool girl, Erica. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was my idea first. Yeah. Okay. And Sutton's like, well, so let's challenge ourselves on the snowmobile with our non-friend, Erica Jane. And Garcelle's like, with our non-friend. That's hilarious. And Cherie just goes, just go and have fun. Thank you, Sheree. Uh, we're at Kyle's Aspen House. It's 11.54 a.m., very specific time once again. And Kyle goes, you can't come skiing, Storm, to the dog. And But then now, like, that I think about it, the dog is literally just trying to protect Kyle. Like, he's like, my job is to protect you from monsters and vampires like Lisa Rinna. And uh, Eric's like, hey! And Kyle's like, oh, you look so cute. And Eric's like, thank you. So do you. When are we leaving? And Kyle's like, well, I got to go check on Kathy. They show Kathy completely zonked out on the lower bunk bed. And it's so cute. Her finger is like touching one of the bedposts. It's just like lightly touching. Have you ever done that when you sleep where you'll just like raise your arm? I remember my ex she would have this, I think it was like a recurring nightmare where she would like, well, now that's not actually, it's not meant to be funny, but she would be like blocking her, that's so dark, but she'd be blocking her face and it would be like, and her hand would go like lower and lower and lower and it would like always be like, holy shit. Like, but Kathy's like lifted her finger and just like touching the bedpost. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a cute way that Kathy sleeps. And Kyle's whispering like, Kathy, are you awake? We're going skiing. And Kathy covers her face with a pillow. She's like, Kyle, what am I supposed to do with my clothes? There's no hangers. Oh, and it's a really tiny bedroom. Kyle's laughing. She's like, you have a real sick thing about hangers. Oh, oh, Kathy, you're so dumb wanting to hang up your clothes. Oh, put them on the floor like regular people. Oh, you're such an asshole, Kathy. You want the world hangers? Oh, my God. Uh, Silver spoon much? Kyle goes, there's just clothes on him. Just take him off the clothes and put yours on him. I can just move him. We needed a shot of the closet, by the way. Production, big mistake, because I wanted to see the closet. And I thought, uh, you know, didn't you think Kyle would be a way better host than this? I think she's almost kind of like, fuck it. Uh, I don't need to do shit for Kathy. It's basically, fuck it. Kathy goes, please, look, there's not one inch for me to put one thing in that closet. And Kyle's like look and she's holding ha- hangers she's like what are these and kathy goes but where do i put them where is there room to put anything once again we need a shot of that closet kyle goes i'm getting rid rid of some of these things and making space how much space do you even need and kathy goes you said you were going to and kyle's like i don't know what to tell you this is not a big house and kathy's like oh it's great no i'm very comfortable i had a great rest I got to say, this is almost coming off like the beginnings of elder abuse. Like, this is like, just like, how much space do you need? I'm just trying to hang a little card, a cardigan. Oh, you and your cardigan taking up all the closet space. Kyle in, uh, oh yeah, uh, goes, I had a great rest. And Kyle goes, do you know that Dorit at midnight went over to Diana's hotel and slept there? And they're both petting Storm the dog. So here's another, like, Storm likes Cat, lets Kathy pet Storm. So we know Kathy is good. Like, Kathy's not, at the end of the day, evil. Because Storm would, like, attack Kathy. And Storm is not doing that. They're both petting Storm. Um, So Kyle in a talking head goes, if I'm in a house that's triggering my anxiety, I'd leave. One hour earlier, we had Kyle FaceTiming Dorit. So Dorit, basically, she was in that super mega mansion that the agency got. I guess she left and went over to Diana's hotel. So Kyle's like, I cannot believe you were over there at midnight. And Dorit's like, 
Kyle, I had no choice. Beep, boop, 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 boop. I felt so uncomfortable. So Diana had said to me, I have an extra room. And it's very, it's a very, very safe building. Like, I, how is it a... <laughs> I'm trying to understand this because I don't want to discount Dorit's tragedy of the break-in, right? Which now I'm realizing we're going to have to do a whole segment of that at the reunion. Um, so I don't want to discount that. But you are filming Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You've got cameras, all of this shit everywhere. You're in one of the biggest houses everywhere. Just nicer than Kyle's house. Which maybe it's too much space and that's what the scary thing is. You even have a house manager. But then you're like, you're going to go over to Diana, who you just met this year, rich old Diana, and stay at her other room in her hotel with her and her assistants and that weird little thing, whatever's going on over there. But then Kyle goes, I also think Dorit just really likes nice hotels. Bingo. And she kind of makes a sarcastic face. That is, I think all of these ladies, and I hate it, especially for my Dorit, because I, I do, I really do love Dorit is they really truly do seem to kiss Diana Jenkins' ass so hard. It's uncomfortable. Like, you think that scene with them calling, you know, Sutton a C-U-N-T was uh, uncomfortable? It's uncomfortable for me to watch them kiss Diana Jenkins' ass so hard. Like, why? Why are we doing this? Do you know how many cool people there are out in the world? Also, if rich people are your thing, do you know how many cool rich people are, you know, are out there in the world? We don't need to do this. You don't need to be Asher Light, Dorit. You know, like, Dorit is a, a billionaire. You know, maybe not financially, but in your heart, you're a billionaire to me, you know? So Dorit's over there with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with Diana. And Kathy to Storm goes, hi, honey, and pets. And uh, Kyle's like, Storm's going to be staying here, so do not let her out. And please, Kathy, shut the door properly. And those slippers you wore here, they need to go in the trash. And Kathy goes, my feet hurt. Well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. You're in my world now, honey. Look at the name tag. One of my favorite scenes from Happy Gilmore, Ben Stiller does a little cameo where he sends his grandma to this like, oh, so, so funny. Anyways, um... But once again, elder abuse from Kyle of like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And she's like, my feet hurt. And Kyle's like, well, too bad. I love you. Don't let my dog out. And listen, let the dog, let Storm go free, man. Like, let the, like let's let this have this be like Ferris Bueller's day off, like Storm's day off. You know, like I, let Storm go out and just run around. At the moment, Dorit and Crystal arrive at Kyle's and Dorit's like, hello. And Erica's like, let me see what everybody's got on. And Renee's like, wow. <laughs> and Dorit struts in her Fendi designer pants. And Erica's like, I love it. Down to the motherfucking helmet. No one can accuse you of not going all out. And Kyle's like, hi. And Crystal's like, hi, I'm Crystal. No, Crystal goes, are you guys ready? Why don't you come, come with us? And Erica's like, I'd love to, but I'm snowmobiling. <laughs> she goes, and the way she says it, she goes, I'd love to, but I'm snowmobiling. It's like, kind of like, it's going to be dope. And Chris is like, okay, well, be sure to take a lot of photos. Have fun. Be safe. And Rena goes, bye, Erica. Text us if you need us. Everything Rena says sounds like, and especially with the voice I do, sounds vaguely threatening. 
text us if you need us. Erica's like, well, you guys have fun. Now, we're in the white snowmobile van, and Shree's like, I want to challenge you guys to look at it from a different point of view, talking about Erica. And Sun's like, okay. And Shree's like, don't go into it looking at her as your non-friend. And Sun's like, well, she's my non-friend. It's cool. And Shree's like, because I think that if you go into it that way, well, how would you go into it? I'll say, I'll say. And Garcelle goes, yeah, but she's been going in. And Shree's like, have fun. And Garcelle goes, no, she would go in. And Shree's like, she's a non-factor. Just go and have fun. Good advice, though. I really do think Erica is a non-factor. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger. In that first movie of Nightmare on Elm Street, they finally discovered the way to beat Freddy was just not to believe in him. And it rendered him powerless because he didn't have power. The thing that gave him power was that all those kids believed in his power. All those people are scared of Erica Jane. Don't. There's nothing to be scared of. Unless uh, you're Mikey Minden around holiday time looking for that bonus. hey That's a cheap joke, you guys. I'm just going to keep pointing that out. That's a bad joke. Sutton's like, well, and there you have it, my non-friend, as Erica comes in. Erica gets in the van. She's like, hello. And Garcelle in a talking head goes, yay. And I saw some people go like, oh, well, Garcelle and Sutton are mean to Erica. Like, you realize people react based on how they're treated, right? Like, if you see somebody calling your friend, like, a C-U-N-T and all of this stuff, you're not going to be thrilled to see them. Like, think about your own lives when you watch these shows. I know these are ridiculous, but they still have, like, a tiny bit of reality in them. So now we're in the black skiing van with Crystal Dorit, Rinna, and Kyle. And the song, I swear to God, is, like, I was like, oh, my God, is this going to be Selling Sunset? The song was like, oh, 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 God, yeah, 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 oh, 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 yeah, Oh, God. Oh, God. I swear to God, that is the song in the background. And Rene goes, wow, I haven't been in the snow in a while. And Dorit's like, Kyle, is that the mountain we're going to? And she's pointing out the window and Crystal's like, no, that's Ajax. And Kyle's like, okay, I'm going to hop out, get my skis. I'll meet you guys in five minutes. And Crystal's like, Ajax is like a full mountain from beginner to little kid. So you're going to be fine. And Dorit in a talking head goes, I'm the only one who hasn't been on skis in 20 years, even though I am a child of the world. Skiing's been a long time since I've done it. Crystal goes, you've got no pressure. You're fine. Dorit also in a talking day goes, I'm secretly freaking out in my head. Beep, boop, 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 boop. I've imagined all the time Dorit's freaking out in her head. Crystal goes, as I've gotten older skiing, like, I actually take it easy more. Like, I don't need to prove, like, when I was younger, I would just barrel down the mountain. Now I want to enjoy it and relax. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing, Crystal. We are nothing alike. (laughs) I mean, like, honestly, I've never, like, I've barreled down a hill, but that's just because I've fallen down it or I've tripped. I've never been in control of my body in any sense. I think you guys know that, and especially for the people watching on YouTube, you get that. Like, you know, people, I'm so envious of people that are like, you know, like I move, like, you know, where it's like almost artistic the way they move, like the way they flow through life. That's not me. Like, I just fucking lumber through life. It's like, oh, oh, um, outside of the black van, we're picking up Diana and Diana looks like just like a big old bright, um, uh, who's the Oscar the Grouch, that trash can monster. I was like, Diana, that is so green. She's in this furry, bright green jacket. And Diana's already laughing. She goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. Like, so Kyle goes, Diana, that's so green. And then Diana's head was like, damn, that's funny. Ha, 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 you see me. Ha, 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 ha. And Diana just goes, green. And Kyle goes, so green. Oh, my God. It's like Christmas or Mexico. Kyle, by the way, is in a bright red jacket, which I figured Diana should have been like, Red, 
you red jacket. And Kyle goes, ah, Kyle goes, good to see you. And Diana goes, yeah, so excited. Kyle goes, I need to put my skis away. And Ren goes, Diana, <laughs> you're here. Give me money. Yay. Diana. Woo. More Diana ass kissing. Like Diana literally has just come out in a bright green jacket. And you would have think she won the Academy Award of like, oh, standing up for Diana. She made it out of her hotel room. And there's not an assistant in sight. They all scream Diana's name like they haven't seen her in 20 years. Just just a bunch of suck-ups. Like, Rin is literally clapping. This is so ridiculous. Your friend Kendall Jenner would be embarrassed by this. Rin goes, hi, Mama. How are you? And Diana goes, this is just like, oh, like, oh, 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 standing, you know. Oh, last night I was like, I took oxygen. And I was like, this is energizing the shit out of me. Is oxygen code for something? Is it like it's not about the pasta? It's not about the oxygen. 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 And Kyle goes, yeah, the oxygen, yeah. And also, I felt like the energy of last night. And you're like, you know, you get into bed. And for me, my mind kept replaying and erasing. And Diana goes, just trying to be civilized for a while. <laughs> You're doing great, Diana. Rena goes, for a long time, for two months, you were very civilized. Like, Rena's all of a sudden saying, like, oh, now Diana just, like, hulked out the other night for the first time. Bullshit. Rena, I know you weren't at Garcelle's party, but she wasn't, like, an awesome person there either. And Kyle goes, well, I thought you were just saying last night you were. And last, and Diana goes, no, no, no. Kyle repeating Diana. I was trying to be civilized. The night before, we see Diana goes, she comes after people at their weakest. It's unforgivable. Diana in a talking head goes, he just came out of me and you can't take it back. But I stand behind it. Eerie. And Rennie goes, well, I think we're all kind of on the other side of where we were, huh? And Kyle's like, well, are you ready for this? Erica and Sutton chose snowmobiling together. And they all like, ah, Diana goes, coming back alive. And Rena cackles like, ah, <laughs> and Kyle goes, I can't even picture Sutton on a snowmobile, let alone with Erica. Kyle, isn't this mean girl behavior? Correct me if I'm wrong. Can we, we're going to find Kyle another hundred dollars for that comment. We're back in the white man. No one's talking. Just silence. Sutton in a talking head goes, well, sure is quiet in here. We're still in the white van. No one's talking. And this would have been a perfect time for Erica to do one of her famous farts just to break the tension. Like, <laughs> I did that. That's an Erica Jane classic. I just tune in. <laughs> it's expensive to fart like me. Sorry. The, the snowmobilers arrive at the snowmobile tours location, and they're greeted by their guide, Jesse. And he's like, hey, how's it going, guys? And everybody's like, hi. And Jesse's like, welcome to the Tea Lazy Ranch. You guys ready for some tours? And everybody's like, yeah. And Jesse's like, we'll get you in some helmets over here. And Garcelle's like, not all of us are that excited. And Jesse goes, okay, well, don't be nervous. As we're putting the helmet on, use these straps here to help pull it on. Erica's like... I've used straps before. Strap on. <laughs> I get a lot of dick. Dick all day. Well, okay, I'll let you put on your straps and give it a try. Jesse hands the helmet to Garcelle, and Jesse goes, how's that feel? And Garcelle goes, good. And Tree's like, oh, Lord, wait a minute. I can't see. And Jesse's like, oh, <laughs> you ladies are crazy. Erica says, ow. We get a glimpse of the ranch surroundings with the goats and the alpacas or a llama. I don't know what it was. And Sun's like, oh, look. Oh, my. Well, I say, I say, look. And Jesse's like, who operated a snowmobile before? Any of y'all? 
And Sutton's like, no. Well, perfect. Welcome to the ranch. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a great day today. And Garcelle's like, you're so positive. Because you could tell Garcelle's just genuinely shocked. Hasn't probably come into a positive person this year through filming. And Jesse's like, they are easy there. They are easy, though. So I got to be positive. Sutton moseys over to see the goats, ignoring Jesse, who's trying to instruct them on how to use the snowmobile. It's like, hi, guys. I'll say, I'll say, how you doing? It's me, Sutton Strack. Sutton in the talking head goes, animals give me calm. Kind of like Jesus. Wait, wait, what? Animals give me calm, kind of like Jesus. I mean, was, I mean, so would you say Jesus was the first animal? Like, what is a, you, you have a common, you, you alpaca, I won't pet you sheep. You're like Jesus Christ. I love you. Uh, Father, son, and holy sheep. It's me, Sutton. You, you common, common. Uh, Sutton's petting the goat, and, and then Sutton's like, well, you're kind of too fat. Like, so Sutton went from calling the animals Jesus to literally fat shaming a goat. Like you dog, uh, you go a little bit. You uh, you gotta work that weight off, goat. My God, you got rolls. Oh my God, I hope Sutton never fat shames me if we ever get into bed together. I just they would just be embarrassed. Like, well, look at look at the what is these little jelly donut rolls around your size? What little love handles? Oh, I say, I say. Sutton in the talking head goes. Well, they, the animals give me little lessons like, you know, you're not going to die. Erica's not going to kill you. It's going to be okay. Jesse goes, so as we're turning, you're going to lean into it on the snowmobile. And the same goes to the left-hand side. And Garcelle's like, oh, my God, really? And the same goes for the left-hand side. We're not doing any of those little head nods. And he demonstrates that, too, like sarcastically. He's trying to teach him. And Jesse's like, we're really going to get in there. We're going action sports out here today, okay? And Garcelle's like, okay, oh, yeah. And meanwhile, Sutton's still with the goat. She's completely missed everything, which I was like, oh, no. Is this going like, to be a Vicky Gunvalson when she rolled over in the cart with, like, Tamara and Kelly, you know, in the desert? And Tree's like, all right, I'm going to sit on this baby. Garcelle gets on behind her. And Jesse's like, you guys ready? And Sutton's sitting on one. She's like, well, is mine even on? And Tree's like, let's roll. And Garcelle's on the back. Oh, and, and you know, they're just, it's like, okay, you know, it's like an action scene okay we're doing it we're riding a snowmobile it's you know you'd have to see it you guys there but there is a funny camera angle where they put the camera down and it's looking up at the face and the chin angle so erica is just cruising along on her snowmobile and she's like wow so pretty up here yeah and the shot of her from upwards just made me laugh and uh, Sheree and Garcelle are having fun, but Sutton's alone on her snowmobile. Her helmet windshield is hanging in half front of her eyes. I mean, truly an accident waiting to happen. She's like, well, this is like a roller coaster ride. It reminds me of that. I wish I was back there with that fat-ass goat. <laughs> and Sheree's like, look how beautiful it is. And Garcelle's like, stop looking behind you. Slow down. Um, it is really beautiful on the trial. The music is so overpowering with the headphones. I was watching this at jury duty again and, uh, and I was watching it with the headphones and it was, the music is overpowering when you listen with headphones. Now we cut over to the ski lodge where the, the ladies are meeting their tour guides and Kyle's like, hello. And by the way, Kyle has one of her cowboy hats. She's like cowboy Kyle. Hello. We got two more behind us. The snails. That's another mean girl comment of like slow women. Dorit and Diana are huffing, puffing along, carrying their skis, helmets, and poles. And I'm, Diana, why didn't you fucking hire people like a pole person? Like, this is my pole. This is Randy. He carries my poles. 
Randy, time for my pause. Of course, Diana. Yes, 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 ma'am. Like, how how do you hire, you fly all these people everywhere, and then you actually are, like, huffing and puffing? Like, have somebody carry you to the mountain. And Dorit's like, you want me to hold something? Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. And Diana's like, I'm good. It's the altitude. And uh, Dorit goes, I gotta acclimate. Diana pauses to reset the breath. And Diana, they're talking to her, goes, I grew up skiing. I'm self-taught. No instructors. You know, my dad bought me skis and said, there you go. <laughs> Get down the hill. Survive from the top to the bottom. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, like sentences like those where you start to really understand more about Diana Jenkins. You're like, okay, oh, everything's becoming more clear now. Okay, I get it. Um, and, uh, but also... You know, she grew up like, and she let us know she grew up so, so poor. Listen, I wasn't able to even go skiing for the first time until I was out of college. And, you know, like, it was like, that was, I mean, so like to even have skis as a kid, that's like, holy shit. Mauricio all of a sudden pops out of nowhere. He's like, hey guys, all right, what's up ladies? He's all geared up. And they, I, sh- I was listening to the headphones. They had like sexy music playing. They're like, nah, 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 nah. And Kyle's like, hi, honey, we're, we're right here. Perfect timing. And Di- Dorit's like, hi, honey. And Marisa goes, hi, hi. The ski instructor lady's like, so excited to have you all here. Let's go ski. And Marisa's like, let's go. They load up on the gondolas. And Marisa's like, so uh, we're going three and three. Uh, we're going three and three up here. And they're talking about the gondolas. But I was like, how many times in Mauricio's life has he probably said, so we're going three and three? That's an orgy joke, you guys. I'm just going to tell you that. Um, Crystal goes, yeah, three and three. Yeah. And Dorit goes, it's been a long time since I've been on skis. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. I'm a little nervous. And Mo goes, oh, okay. And I wrote a note that do you, Mauricio, if you've noticed when you watch him, he always goes, 
oh, he always makes a sound to let you know he's listening. And it's very comforting. And I think it charms people in a way. So like whatever anybody says, he's always like, oh, 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 you know, like, so they're like, oh, that guy's listening to me when I don't think he is listening, if that makes sense. Like, I'm a little bit nervous. And Mogul, oh, 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 yeah, oh, you know. Dorit and the talking dad goes, I've not been on skis in 20 years. It's a little scary. We like, Dorit, we know. Dorit goes, hopefully it feels like it's coming back. Dorit and the talking dad goes, now all I can think is, okay, don't break a leg. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Dorit to Mauricio and Kyle and the gondola goes, oh my God, Kyle, this reminds me of the gondola in Hong Kong. She literally goes, Hong Kong. She goes, Hong Kong. Oh, Kyle, this reminds me of the gondola in Hong Kong. And Kyle goes, I know. And Dorit goes, were you with me in the gondola? And Kyle's like, of course I was. And I was terrified. We flash back to Hong Kong in 2016. They're riding in the glass bottom gondola with Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump. And Dorit's like, oh my gosh, I'm really freaking. Oh, I don't like this. I miss my little jagaloo. No, no, no. And Lisa's laughing like, oh, clever girl. Dorit's like, guys, is this, is this hill what we're going down? And Kyle's like, yeah, easy breezy. And Mauricio just laughs. <laughs> like, he's doing that thing where he's like, I don't even think he's listening. He's like, oh. And Kyle goes, Dorit's like, it is? In the other gondola, you have Crystal to Diana. Crystal goes, I got your poles. I got you, my little child. Diana just appears helpless. Like, for somebody so powerful and obviously angry, she also, there are times you look at her where she's like, I don't know. You see her taking space up. I don't know. I need the juice box. I need juice box. They all unload from the gondolas. Kyle's like, woo, let's do this. And Crystal's like, do you want me to carry it? Are you ready? Diana's holding up her ski poles all by herself. And she's like, independence, mommy, independence. They show Crystal just easily gliding down the slopes, like really good. We see Kyle cruising. Rinna surprised me. She's a great skier. Diana's gliding even. For somebody that can't carry poles, Diana's doing great. And we see Dorit falling. She's like, my God, I'm already over it. PK, help me, PK, help me. Crystal Natagna goes, this is a good group of skiers. Me and Kyle and Rinna and Diana, we're all like serious skiers. And I'm like, yeah, let's do a fucking competition show, like Battle of the Beverly Hills skiers or something. But they show that Dorit, again, just barely can navigate. Crystal goes, the worst has got to be Dorit because she hasn't skied in 20 years. My God, if I have to hear 20 years one more time in this episode, I just know. She goes, Crystal goes, I just want to beat everybody. That's all I know. I mean, listen, it's fun to be good at things. The snowmobilers, we cut over to them. They take a pit stop. And Tree's like, woo, we made it. And Sun's like, oh, golly, oh, golly. She's lagging behind. And Eric's like, here comes Miss Daisy. Guys, this is that's a joke. There was like a 1987 movie called Driving Miss Daisy with Jessica Tandy. She won the Best Actor Award. Dan Aykroyd played her son. And Morgan Freeman played her driver. driver and it was called Driving Miss Daisy. And it was like this beautiful relationship formed between Morgan Freeman and Jessica Tandy's character. That's just, that's a little detour. It's a great movie. Um, so, you know, like, ah, oh, Miss Daisy, here comes Miss Daisy. And son's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Man, that goat was fat from earlier. And Jesse's like, all right, guys, who wants some hot drinks? And Garcelle's like, tequila, tequila. And Jesse's like, so do you guys want hot chocolate, hot cider, or hot tea? And Sheree's like, hot wine. And Jesse's like, you can't operate a motor vehicle and drink. And I'm like, Jesus. Then, But then Jesse goes, how about some hot cocaine? And he slaps a brick of coke, just so... No, <laughs> 
but I like this Jesse's like a he's like a fun dude, but he's also like, let's just enjoy the sanctity of the outside. We don't need any stimulants. We just get we get high on life, bro. So Shree's like, oh, that's true. And Jesse's like, come on now. And the skiers now, we cut to them. They've reached the bottom of the ski run. And Kyle comes swishing in. And Renna goes, oh, I need a water. <laughs> I'm crickety. And Mauricio goes, like, Mauricio goes, Bloody Mary first. Like, the guy's up Bloody Mary already. And Crystal's like, should we wait for Dorit? And Dorit is just making her way down the mountain slow. They pile around the table with their drinks and their munchies. And Renna says that her Bloody Mary is a good looking one. Ooh, Rena's got a good-looking Bloody Mary. <laughs> Diana always... This is what I, I wrote this. Diana always looks like she doesn't exist. Like, she's just, like, sitting there. She's like, Ah! I'm going on you guys! Ah! Like, she's, like, transporting away. She might be another one of those, like, time shifters or, like, shape shifters. Chris goes... Okay, we're dismissing Dorit. And Kelly goes, yeah, we got to keep an eye out so we can show her where we are. And Rena goes, oh, my Lord, have mercy. <laughs> they're just eating and drinking and looking. And finally, Rena goes, oh, there she is. And they're all cheering. And Dorit goes, I'm very proud of myself. Very proud. And Rena's like, you should be, Dorit. You did a great job. Your form is amazing with your little body. And you just, you picked it right back up. This is like Rinna, literally, you can just say somebody did a good job without kissing their ass so much that it comes off like a lie. Like, she's like, your form is amazing. You picked it. I'm like, Rinna, you were past her immediately. Where did you look at her form? And um, Kyle goes, I'm a fearful person, though. And Rinna goes, yeah, but you're fearless skiing, Kyle. And Kyle goes, yeah, I know. But I feel very free up here. And how did Kyle manage to, like, turn this in? We were talking about Dorit's form, and then Kyle's like, I'm one with the nature up here. And Marisa goes, I know. Like, listen, once again, I don't think he was like, oh, I know. And Kyle goes, you know, when we were dating, this is what he did. He gave me the confidence that made me a better skier. And I was like, I wonder if he made her a more confident lover too. Like, you know, yeah, babe, that's the best I've ever felt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Drew goes, that's amazing. And Kyle goes, it's like, we have so much fun when we're together doing this. And Mo goes, like a face. Kyle goes, those other girls, I'm sorry. The snowmobilers, they're not having as much fun as us. Another mean girl comment. Back at the ranch with the hot non-alcoholic drinks, Erica's like, I enjoyed that. And Garcelle goes, that was beautiful. And Sri's like, that was really fun. And Sutton's like, well, I got a little nervous. <laughs> I'm staying in the safety zone today. And Garcelle goes, last night was rough. It just got to me. And Erica goes, well, listen, anything can get to anybody, especially in this group. I'm like, Erica, well, listen, you fucking participate. What do you mean? Like, oh, well, listen, anything, like, you're the one that cackled, like the Joker. What are you talking about? Sounds like, well, Diana was tough. And Erica's like, and I got to her last night, too. I got to everybody. You know, when we're tired. And Sons like, well, I didn't do anything to her last night. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Just hear what I'm saying. And Sons like, well, I haven't seen her. And Erica goes, whatever got to her last night? I'm just saying something triggered her, and that's where she is. I love, like, Erica is trying to, like, explain things, but it's one of those things where she's lost so much of her power that it's like, okay, Erica, whatever, but also be careful, Erica. Like, you can tell that she's trying to be like, oh, don't worry about Diana, but at the same time kind of walking that line of, like, 
I do want Diana to give me free shit, so I've got to stand up for Diana, but also say to Sutton that I do realize it was ridiculous. It's like a very fine line, and Sutton's like, well, she basically says that I'm never real, I say, I say, I'm never sincere, and so I really, I kind of don't, I don't care if she likes me or not, I say, I say, and Garcelle goes, you don't have to care. And I'm happy to hear that. At least you be honest about that. And Garcelle in a talking head goes, if I were Sutton, I would never talk to Diana again. Because if someone can cut you down like that, why would you want to be friends with them? My God, Garcelle, do we have a winner when somebody speaks truth to power like that? That makes sense. And Erica goes, well, I think she comes from a deep sense of pain, man. I'm like, oh, we all come from a deep sense of pain. Shut up. And Sutton's like, well, don't ask me to apologize again. because." And Garcelle goes, well, you can't force her to receive if she's not ready. And Sutton's like, well, I can't force her to receive it. And Erica's like, and your apologies. And don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. I'm just gonna, don't yell. Like Erica acting like she's ever gotten yelled at. I think the editors literally should have fucking trolled her so hard and did all the time when she was brutally yelling at Sutton. Like, don't yell at me, son. Don't yell. Like, oh my God. Like, oh, get, don't yell at me. And Sutton's like, I'm not going to yell. And Eric goes, I know, but what am I about to say? Something is coming off as not authentic in these apologies. And as somebody who gets in trouble for fights with people on Instagram, by the way, you do it on Twitter too, Erica, that I shouldn't be fighting with and been an asshole and done horrible things, but I hope that I can at least acknowledge that that's what I've done. And Tree goes, yeah, no defense. Yeah, no defense. I'm Erica Jane. I was wrong and did that. I was stuck up in the moment. And there's a pause. Stuck up in the moment. And that's how I felt. And Garcelle, you know, is like looking at Erica across the picnic table, staring at those diamond earrings, just flashing in the winter snow, thinking, yeah, okay. And while you're admitting you're wrong, strike up another moment. Maybe let's talk about these earrings. And Erica's like, so I can't double talk it. That was my pure emotion, a.k.a. shit. <laughs> coming right out of my mouth and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not it's not good i love when erica's like i'm telling you how erica jane operates and tree's like yeah and garcia goes diana's gonna be at dinner and i was like oh my god demons eat no no i'm just joking i would assume what are you gonna do and son's like well i'm gonna sit as far away from her as possible and garcia goes okay and son goes well i'd rather sit next to erica <laughs> and erica goes that's a bold statement because i'm gonna be drinking my weight in vodka and son's like i really like you like this is the like sutton wants to be liked by erica so much because sutton does like the southern part of erica i hate to even say this but she does and erica's like I like you, too. We just need to work it out. By the way, we saw this stupid episode last season when they did Kathy's, like, hotel vacation when Erica was, like, on a lot of painkillers and was like, I like you, son. And then the next episode, she was a complete asshole to her. So, like, every time Erica says shit, like, I like you, too. We just need to work on it. I'm always like, Sutton, it's nice in theory, but put it aside. It's a pipe dream. Stop. Garcelle on a talking head says, I think Sutton and Erica would get along if they just dropped the BS. They're both from the South. They're both opinionated. They both have boobs and girl parts. <laughs> I mean, I was like, where are we going with this? And when they let their guards down, they actually have fun. And Erica goes, let's get back on this thing and head back. And Garcia goes, I love you, Cherie, but I'm going with her. And Sun's like, and I go slow. I'm staying in the safety zone today. And Jesse's like, let's head on out. Poor Jesse's just sitting there the whole time. Like, what is he just sitting there listening? What are you guys talking about? Who the fuck's Diana? She sounds intense, man. I don't like her. I'll tell you that much. Garcelle goes, Sutton, go slow. I don't care how long it takes. And Sutton's like, slow and steady. 
See, I don't like to go down. It's evening now in the beautiful town of Aspen. And Dorit is on a FaceTime with one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. That's right. Little Jagaloo Kimsley. Hello, mommy. It's me, Jagaloo. I heard a couple weeks ago, Phoenix, my sister, got a scene. And she knocked it out of the park. Well, tonight, it's Jagaloo's time. Call me, mommy, on FaceTime. Please call me. So we see Dorit call on FaceTime. And this is the deal. We don't even really get to see little Jagaloo, but we get to hear him. And I love, as an artist, Jagaloo is so good that he's like, I don't even need to be seen. I'm going to knock this out of the fucking... You want to see show business? I'm going to show it you right now. And Dorit's like, so guess what I did today? You're never going to believe it, Jagaloo. Beepoo, mommy. And Jagaloo, Jagger's like, what, mommy? And Dorit's like, mommy went skiing down a very big mountain. It was fun, Jag. A lot, a lot of fun. Beepoo, boop, boop. And then Jagger goes, is it nighttime over there? And he makes his voice even cuter than it usually is. And Dorit goes, it is my angel face. Beepoo, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. And I'm going to dinner now. And then Jagger goes, Okay, have a good dinner. Have a good dinner. I can't even do it as cute as he did it. It was just he made himself a star in that little moment. Drake goes, "Thank you, my baby. I love you so much." And it, it just you know what I'm saying. Like Phoenix, she got to at least be on camera. But this guy, this kid, this kid did voice work, and he still knocked it out of the park. Like I would. I would trade three women of the housewives for a little Jagaloo or Phoenix, right? It's like just trading them like a sports team. And we're over at the, uh, the Aspen house and son's like, welcome to my bar. And she's like, hi, you look gorgeous. And son's like, well, you look pretty too. Cause they're all in their nighttime dinner outfits. And she's like, you look fabulous. It's that thing where they spend 30 minutes telling each other how good they look. And son's like, well, I still, well, I got sock marks on my ankles. And she's like, well, it just looks like you have wrinkly ankles. And son's like, but I don't have wrinkly ankles. I say, I say, why would you say that? How dare you, Cherie? And Cherie laughs. She's like, I couldn't resist. But also, Sutton, if you're listening, I'm happy to get wrinkly. I I would make it my personal mission to get those wrinkles out of your ankles. I don't even know how to do it. But I have the kind of love for you is that you make me want to be a better man that learns how to get wrinkles out of ankles. Dorit and Diana are about ready to leave the hotel for dinner. So I guess Dorit has just moved completely over to Diana's. And Dorit goes, oh, my God, Diana. And Diana is wearing a spirit Halloween store. She's just in a big, bright orange and black outfit. Ah, orange! I'm orange! Stylist Leah's like, so beautiful. And Diana's like, should I lose the orange? I'm like, Diana, that's all it is, is the orange. And Dorit's like, so gorgeous, so gorgeous. Like, what? do you get paid per compliment? All the lady, like, what are we talking about? Like, Dorit, wait for Diana to compliment you. And then give her a, you know, like, don't give her 10 compliments and then don't get any. It's like, I don't get it. Now we're at the Aspen house. Garcelle knocks on Crystal's door where Crystal's getting ready for dinner. And Garcelle goes, I bought you te- I brought you tequila. And Crystal's like, come in. Thank you. You're welcome. Cheers. And Crystal goes, cheers, pretty girl. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, you know, we talk about mental health all the time on this show. I would actually say every episode. Um, and a lot of things, you know, when I think about therapy, I think about getting... Uh, stuck just focusing on my problems, you know, focusing on uh, these feelings and all of this weight instead of actual solutions. And uh, 
you know, I always think, oh, 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 you know, how might this situation be better with a different mindset? But it is so hard. It's so tough, you guys, to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a life challenge, because one day you're going to be feeling great and up to it. And the next day it is the last thing that you want to do is get into problem solving mode, especially when you need it. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feelings. Now, a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Uh, I know this personally. This is 100% true. Um, It doesn't do all the work for you, but it gives you such a great start and such a great foundation. So when these problems do come up, you have somebody that can help you get into that problem-solving mode, even when you don't feel like it. Um, I have a long personal experience with therapy. Uh, It was something that I fought against when I was a kid because I thought it made me, um, you know, like something was wrong with me or something. And now I realize just how wrong that is. I wish. I mean, and not everybody has the ability or can afford that, which BetterHelp is one of the the great things about them is that you can afford BetterHelp. They are so much more affordable but it's one of those things that I wish I had started so much earlier and I thought for some reason it would take away some like, oh, it'll take away my artistry or, you know, which is like, what is that? Just making jokes? But I really did have this kind of hang up about it. And when I started, I realized, wow, this is actually just somebody that is letting you express yourself and and and, and helping you express yourself and then trying to find practical solutions to your feelings and your thoughts. Um, so if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, I would say better help is not, a, it's a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's entirely online. So right then and there, everything I just said is every one of the excuses I would have used to not do therapy, you know, be like, well, I can't afford it. Oh, well, I have to get in my car and drive because I did that and that, that stuff. Well, I, I, I you know, I don't want to leave the house. I don't, they help you with all of these things. You don't have to leave the house to do it. It is convenient. It is affordable. It's entirely online. And you can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. And you can also switch therapists at any time, which I also think is a very important note because I've switched therapists before. uh, I've had therapists that I, I, I didn't gel with. And I've had therapists that really did just really move mountains for me when I needed it. So I think that is so important that you can switch therapists as well. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. So visit visit betterhelp.com slash so bad today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash so bad. 10% off. And it's one of those things that just make that one step. I always say that, just make that one step because that one step has always been the hardest step for me. But if you just make that one step, I think you're going to find out that all the other steps are going to come a lot easier. And that's huge. 
Oh my God, you guys, my internet went out. And then, so I had to wait for the internet to come back on. So I did dinner and then watched Southern Charm. And now I'm back. And I was doing so good. And now a big swath of time passed. But by the way, in the meantime, Watch What Happens Live uh, was on where I got to ask Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton a question. And a lot of you guys messaged me and that was really nice. And I looked all goofy and stuff, but it was still uh, really exciting and cool. But, and here's the other thing. And you guys, we really, like, I thought we were close to being done, but we're, all these all, <sighs> brevity is the soul of wit. And that, I'm just, but I'm not brevity and I'm not witful. I, 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 there's too much going on. So I start checking my phone as I do on my break and Queens of Bravo posted a Dumois blind. And she says, I'm hearing this Beverly Hills house, housewife will not be quote in person at the reunion tomorrow. Oh my God. So that either means, it's like, look at my hair. I'll quit. That either means somebody has backed out completely, somebody has COVID, or somebody will be joining, you know, on video screen, you know, on video screen, you know, via, via satellite, maybe because of COVID or not. Here's my guess, though. I'm going to get my Rena Bucket hat on. I bet it's Diana. I bet it's Diana Jenkins. I bet she's in Hawaii. And because the lawsuits this week, she, like I said earlier, sued the bots, the robots. Maybe she's scared the robots will be at the, you can't promise me the robots will not be at reunion. The bloggers are so mean. I cannot be there in person. So I have a feeling it's Diana, but it could be anybody. The interesting part, we'll see if she does show up on video or not. She better be via satellite. But I got to say, though, just this is my gut feeling. I could be completely wrong, wrong every day, multiple times a day, is I just truly think she did not count on being not liked. I truly think she is very used to getting her way and being very liked, but she doesn't realize she's very liked because she's around people that she's doing things for. She's around other wealthy people. She's where, you know, a different kind of crowd. When you throw that into then the public forum, like us normies, us, you know, you're going to get real reactions, different reactions, and you can blame a bad edit. Yeah, totally. And some of it might even be that. But that's why I always say we need two seasons with a housewife. Like, I'm not saying let Diana go, but if she doesn't show up to the reunion, she's got to go. But it is interesting. It seems like she is a very soft-skinned person. I always thought Sutton would be the one that wouldn't be able to come back. Sutton gets beat up every season, this season entirely. I bet she'll be there. So this is a very interesting, and I tried to reach out to Demois, but it's too late. I bet she is asleep uh, now, and I have not heard back from her because I wanted to get but I bet it's Diana. The interesting part will also be if Diana then talks to Rinna and Erica. I just don't want the narrative tomorrow to be, oh, the, the audience is so mean. They're toxic. Audience toxic. When I think that would be such a disservice to the show itself because the women inside the show are toxic. I think the fan base is toxic to a degree. I mean, listen to this. I'm doing a three-hour podcast on Beverly Hills. It's not obviously not going great over here. But at the same time, we're angry because we're seeing certain behavior year after year and nothing gets done about that. It's like completely hypocritical. So I think that is the frustrating part. And if they go into this and say this or that, and it's just the audience, I have this weird feeling they're going to blame the audience and the audiences have been worse uh, before on other seasons and other shows. They, they just have been, I mean, come on. Remember realize I was in New York the last season, 
you know, when everybody came down on Dorinda and all. I mean, like, there's been intensity before. But these women keep their egos are so full of themselves that they can't possibly accept that they are doing anything wrong or that they have bad behavior. It's always just haters and trolls, haters and trolls when they're the biggest haters and trolls of the whole group. Lisa Rinna is one of the biggest hater troll people of all time. We still haven't read what she's posted on. I mean, I know she's going to be there because, listen, you can say a lot of things about Lisa Rinna and I have, but she's not a she's not a flat out pussy. Her ego would not let her be a pussy. I just have a feeling that this might have stirred up a lot of stuff for Diana. And you can just see, I mean, it's in panic situation after panic situation. When you're involving lawyers that much, that's real money. Like, that's real money that she's spending. And I just don't think she really thought this out. I had said every, in the beginning, the first five recaps of the season, I was like, I don't know why she's doing this. Why do you do this if you're somebody like her? What is the reasoning? We came up with the fact that it's it's Asher, you know, her boyfriend's music, you know, her baby daddy's music, you know, it's like it's getting it out there. But I really don't think this is meant to be the way that or I don't think this went the way she wanted it to go. I mean, people always think of these ideas and like, oh, that sounds great. I'll be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But they don't really think about it. Okay, like, so say I am on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What is that show like? Oh, okay, I notice that there's some fan favorites and then there's people that fans don't like. You know, like, check the temperature. Don't just talk to Lisa Rinna. It's fabulous. You're going to have a great time, Diana. No, don't listen to Rinna. Go check it out for yourself. You know, you have enough people on staff that they can go test the temperature. Get them on Instagram. See, like, yo, they make crazy memes on there, Diana. Just letting you know they might come at you this way, that way, this way, that way. Listen, Diana, hire me, man. I will, I, I listen, I will be your Ghostbuster shaman for your next season of Beverly Hills. You know, like, Ryan, please tell me what not to do so I do not get bad memes and podcast jokes made from me, please. Like, honestly, you exercise all of these demons and you pay all of these people, yet it has not worked on this show at all. Like, this show is demon-filled for you. And, and I, I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be somebody else. Who knows? Diana is a very proud woman, so I think that tweet was carefully worded. She won't be in person. I have a feeling she'll say she is ill of some sort, and she'll be from Hawaii, I bet. I bet that is it. And she'll still get into it. I, I have a feeling she, you know, she'll still... Be I she'll still end up doing something that will make her potentially look foolish. I just don't think she has enough. She's a fighter, and sometimes the ego and all that gets the best of it, and you say stupid shit when you're heated and in the moment, and especially when Sutton's involved. I mean, think of it. Sutton was just like, Don, I can't believe you're not here. Shut up, you're so mean to me. I can't believe you said that. You did that to me. You know, like, it, 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 ah. But I'm scared now, you guys. I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. The reunion has started now, folks. I mean, poor Andy. No wonder he didn't write me back after my stupid joke. He's probably worried. He's probably working the phones going, can we get her here? This is the show I want. I want the show behind the show. Give me that show. But back to this show, folks. <laughs> so Crystal and Garcelle have this conversation. And it's basically, it's about um, Erica. Because Crystal goes to Garcelle, how was it with Erica? And Garcelle's like, I think with me and Erica, we can talk about it. It was done yesterday. And Crystal's like, it's okay to have two sides. Absolutely. And it was like, call a spade a spade. Like, agree to disagree, Crystal says. And that's like, that's mature. The problem is when people expect it to have the final result be the same. 
and you're going to, you know, fight forever. And Garza goes, right, forever. Now, at the tiny hovel Umansky Aspen Lodge, Kyle's like, are, are you going to dinner with us? And he's like, oh, of course I am. I'm Mauricio. I literally have no job, even though I'm the head of the agency. I am going to go to dinner with you girls. Yeah. And then Eric is like, all right, but you got to get in the shower. And Mauricio's like, yeah, I'll get in in a second. Shut up. Like, listen, she really did. She goes, you might get in the shower. And Mauricio's like, what the fuck? You're literally staying here for free, Erica. My God. Like, that would be, like, sometimes I do wonder what Mauricio, like, what goes through his head. Like, sometimes I think it's just, like, static. And he's just, but then sometimes I feel like he does here. Like, last week with Kathy and the corn on the grill. He was like, Kathy, you can have corn on the grill if you want. You're just going to have to wait five, eight fucking hours. But I feel like they're like, oh, okay, I'll get in the shower. Why don't you give those diamond earrings back? How about that? Uh, Erica goes, I went snowballing. I went snowmobiling with Gonzalo Sutton and Charette. We had a nice time. And um, Kyle's like, so do you feel like after today there's a window of opportunity? This piece, Kyle. We had a nice time today. We communicated. I'll take that. We cut back to Garcelle. And Garcelle's like, when you FaceTimed, I was at The Real, my talk show. And Crystal's like, yeah. And that whole earring thing, like, it was everywhere. We get a flashback to two days earlier. Crystal's like, the article says she has $750,000 earrings that were paid from his company. And Garcelle's like, that's exactly what it is. And apparently they're asking her to give them up to pay the victims. We cut back to that reality blurb. Attorney claims Erica Jane received $750,000 earrings innocently without knowing source of funds. And Crystal goes, when you guys were talking about it on The Real, what did the other women on your show say? say and garcelle goes the other women were saying if you can help the victims why wouldn't you give the earrings this is when i was going to pull a clip but this is already going too long so i'll pull the clip next week from the uh talk because lonnie love remember went to garcelle's birthday and in this same thing lonnie love was like yo i, I saw erica jane at your party she was crazy like referring to her being drunk remember this was before the show even aired also, uh, so Garcelle and I talking, I goes, it's not going to air for a few days, but the fact that I'm on a nationally syndicated talk show talking about it may ruffle her feathers a little bit. Now, this is, I'm not going to say it's bad form, but it would scare the shit out of me if I was Garcelle. Like, I know Garcelle will stand behind everything she said, but it's hard, man. When you're on a trip with somebody that you know, you just talked about a topic uh, that's very sensitive, it's, it's, it's slippery. And you know, Erica didn't like it. You know it. I mean, this did not make things better for them. So Garcelle goes, it doesn't say you're guilty, but it says you have compassion if you give back the earrings. And Crystal goes, clearly her position is that she is also a victim, but the things that you're wearing, the things that you are, you own are gotten from ill gotten gained, which means it's gotten from money from these victims. Tom might've bought them for her, but they were bought and was stolen money. That's really just, at the end of the day, that's just, it boiled down in a nutshell, you guys. Her lifestyle was funded by that. That's it. And, um, you know, no, nothing's being said more than that. We're not saying, you know, Erica was like, Tom, go in today and steal me a million, a cool million, yeah! And then I'll lick your butt. Um, so, Garcelle goes, that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't want it? Why Why is she wearing them? I keep star staring at her ear. And I'm like, you know what Erica should do? She should hide it. She should uh, pierce her nipples. Because nobody, you know, except like, I'm getting so much dick. Those are the only ones people see my, my, my $1 million earrings and people see my nips. Like, that's where she should hide them. But uh, Erica, Kathy, Rena, and Kyle, we cut to them in the van on their way to dinner. And Rena goes, I love it. I miss it. I want to come back more. I think she's talking about asking Aspen, but who knows? And Kyle's like, let's buy a place for you guys here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mauricio's ears perk up. And then Erica goes, I'm not opposed to that. 
With what money, Erica? Diana's not in the car with you. Like, you know, like, I'm not, hey, Erica, I'm not opposed to it either. I, I'm in on this Aspen house, you guys. Are you guys in? Erica, I'm not opposed to it. You, you literally can't do it, Erica. Like, what are you talking about? Like, these are the kind of conversations I would just be quiet on, you know? Like, Erica still wants to be, a, like, considered a baller, you know? Like, I've never been a baller. I'll never be a baller. Not even a baller on a budget. But Erica still wants to be in the big leagues. Now, granted, these big leagues are stupid as hell. They, they look ridiculous. The more and more they talk about possessions, the further this series goes on, it becomes sillier and sillier to me. I don't know if you women out there watch it or you guys, or you're like, holy shit, this is so fantastic. But for me, the more it goes on, the less impressed I am with all this stuff, and it becomes almost a parody of itself. Um, so the other girls are leaving the big Aspen house to meet them for dinner. And Garcelle's like, we're not really dressed for this kind of weather. And Sutton's like, definitely not. I'll say, I'll say the boobies are cold. And I was like, Sutton, let me warm those boobies up. <laughs> what if I, if I, this is the episode where I just become a total creep. I want to disrobe you, Sutton. I want to make love to you in San Diego. Garcelle goes, oh, you guys, be careful. The step is slippery up into the van. And Sheree's like, Sutton, if you don't get your butt in this car, it's like a whole slapstick scene. But I will say I was worried because Sutton really was getting into the, the van so slow. Hey, I liked, I liked everything I saw. You know what I'm saying? But like, it was actually very slow. And I was like, it reminded me of me when I work out. It's just very slow. And I was like, you know, if you watch me working out, you're always like, is he working out or is he about to fall? And that's why I was like, oh no, is she going to fall? But it was like in slow motion. Anyways, she gets in, they're arriving at this restaurant, Campo, Campo de Fioria. And Erica's like, has this restaurant been here for a while? And Kyle's like, oh, yeah, a long time. And Erica goes, okay, okay, I'm going to tell you something. And Wendy goes, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> and Erica goes, I used to eat here all the time with Tom. And I'm like, wow, what a story. And that's what an amazing story you've told us, Erica. Mauricio sees like a waiter and he goes, there's my man. There's my man. All right. All right. You know, palling around. And like, the other girls aren't here yet. Kyle to Erica goes, you should be on the end. And Kyle also says, I'll start. I want margaritas on the rock. No salt. And Marina's, can I have a Belvedere and soda without lime or the soda? And um, Erica goes, Belvedere, dirty martini. What kind of olives do you have? Just regulars? I'll take them, yeah. Dorit and Diana arrive, and uh, they're like, Hi, girls, how's it going? And Erica goes, It's going good, Diana, it's going good. We're just talking about getting an Aspen house. You want in? Uh, can you pay for me? Dorit greets Erica, and Rinna, the, Juliana, like, picked this up, and I didn't even pick it up, but when I went back to wa watch it, I listened with my earphones. You can hear Rinna say to Diana, I got your Venmo, girl. You look beautiful. Like either she's talking to Diana or Dorit. And then that led me to believe you detectives out there, could you find me Rinna's Venmo? Like, like Diane, like Diana, like I, I got your Venmo girl. What would Diana Jenkins be Venmoing Rinna for? I'm telling you, you guys didn't catch that, but Juliana caught it. And then I, it was like, it's there. It's you. And you go, I got your Venmo girl. What was the Venmo for? Like my mind's ablaze. Rena goes, didn't we have so much fun today? And Diana goes, it really was so good. It really was. And they had fun too on your snowmobiling. And Diana goes, and both of you came back alive. All four of us, listen, we had a nice time. It was a nice moment. 
And Diana goes, that's amazing. Aspen, happy place. You know I don't get anxiety anywhere else but L.A. Then move. My God. The rest of the ladies arrive. So everybody's here. Everybody starts remarking about Sutton's booby dress. It's sheer from the neck to the navel. Very daring. Very gorgeous. And Rena goes, everyone looks fabulous. I've never seen you with your boobs out. And I'm like, chill out, Rena. You're talking to my lady right now, please. And Erica goes like, I noticed. Rena Grant. And Rena goes, I've never seen your boobs out. I'm like, why are you repeating your psyche? I've never seen your... I can never see those titties out. <laughs> well, hello, Sutton titties. <laughs> Sutton titties, I'm Lisa Riddle. What's going Hello, left Sutton titty. Hello, right Sutton titty. Poke, poke. Uh, Sutton, you're touching my nipples right now. I know. <laughs> Eric goes, good for you, honey. And Kathy goes, see, you can do that, Sutton, because you have, like, little girl boobs. <laughs> you have little girl boobs. <laughs> and Sutton shakes her head, yes. And Kathy goes, like Paris and Nikki. Now, if they were big, it would be vulgar. <laughs> it would be vulgar. It would be gross. It would be disgusting. It'd be porn. It would be straight up porn. And Sutton goes, well, does this look vulgar? And and me and Kathy said in unison, no. And then Sutton and I talking to Ed goes, Kathy, keep your eyes to yourself, I say, I say, please. And Kathy goes, you know I, you know I love you, Sutton. The server takes orders. Crystal has a salad. Uh, Sutton has the ravioli fungi. Erica, who has reached the bottom of her martini, goes, I had fun with you today, by the way. With Garcelle. She, it, when Erica has that first or second martini, whatever number this is, she starts doling out compliments. Remember, that's kind of her thing. Hey, hey, you, hey. I had fun with you today, by the way. And Garcelle, who's sitting right next to her, goes, yeah, me too. And Erica goes, it was beautiful, so thank you. And Garcelle goes, yeah, it was great. <laughs> you know, Garcelle going, yeah, you know, Saturday. <laughs> it's the snow. And Erica is just, you know, you can just tell she's loving it. She's almost cosplaying, like she can feel what it's like to be rich again. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you can just tell it's that, you know, it's like, Oh, I remember this, you know, like I, you know, you, you, you know, you almost feel empathy for Erica because this really was her life. She didn't have to worry about lawsuits. Like Tom worried about lawsuits. She didn't, she was there. She was the arm candy. She could eat and drink and, and, you know, listen, that was her thing. So Kyle goes, is this Balenciaga? I think to Diana, Diana goes, Terry Moogler, it's Moogler. And Garcelle goes, it looks like Terry Moogler. And I was like, is that an old Navy guy? Who? And then Kathy goes, do you know how many Terry Moogler things I have in storage? I think in the Waldorf, in my storage room that I thought. And Erica's like, why don't you let us go through it one day? <laughs> Literally, Erica goes, free clothes? You guys not wait. Where's that at? Let me write down that. Exact. Is there a Pasco? Who do I got to talk to? Um. I mean, she always does make the same joke, and it's not a joke because it's not funny, but it's always the, can I have that stuff? Like, I make that same joke, too. <laughs> Kathy goes, you know what? They didn't knock down the hotel, so I bet the stuff's still there. Kathy's sitting on a bunch of Terry Mooglers. She doesn't even know. She's like, the hotel could be knocked down. Who knows? Like, this is literally like another Nicolas Cage national treasure movie. Like, this could, like, like let's get Ocean's Eleven this shit. We've got to get Kathy's dresses. 
And Eric's like, Kathy, we need to find them. And Kathy's like, I don't even like you, Erica. Everyone goes, Kathy, we need to find them. And then Kathy goes, I know, the best stuff, like McQueen. And Rena goes, ah! And Eric goes, listen, I have a python coat from McQueen. I haven't worn it like this guy. And she shows this little purse thing that she's using. I never fucking use it. I haven't worn it in 15 years. It's signed. It's numbered. And so it really, it's coming off like this kind of brag fest. And it's weird. Like, Erica doesn't ever really have what I would call tact, but it's even worse. It's like, you can tell that this is her thing, you know? Like, you know that one thing, you guys, that you're talented at? You know, like, I'm really good at this, or I'm really, I'm, I'm a, I have a beautiful singing voice. I'm really good at being a mother. I'm really good. Erica, you can tell, like, she's like, I'm really good at getting, at having things. I'm really good at, at possessions. And I'm not, that's not a joke. This is truly what I felt and watching it back. Cause she's like, by the way, this whole time she has the Cartier leopard ring on her pointer finger that she loves. The one that she asked for the black Cartier from Diana. Like, Hey, maybe you have to get that black Cartier ring. You have a me. She points to the numbers uh, on the, the purse, and it's a Bottega Veneta, Veneta? Bottega Veneta clutch that goes for $1,800. That's cheap for, you know, a purse. And Garcelle goes, oh, my God, it's gorgeous. And Erica goes, you know, the great thing about moving is you find all these great things that you had. That's just kind of that you kind of overlook. And I got so many other things. And I'm like, Erica. I'm so happy that you find it so great to be moving because I have a feeling you're going to be doing a lot of moving in your life. So you're going to have a lot of new discoveries. Jen Shaw, you as well, actually. But in a, I don't think Erica will ever go to prison. But, you know, this is the thing. When you, when, you, when you acclimate yourself to this being your life, I could even say this about myself with the things that I crave. And, like, I, like, I mean, it's stupid things like records and books, but it's like it becomes like a drug. You know, these, your happiness gets derived from there. And so, you know, you do think about people like Jen Shaw going to prison of, like, how the fuck is that going to work? You know, somebody all of a sudden that had like a garage for their shoes and then they just have like a cell. But Erica is in a cell on the outside world, you know, because she's going to have to keep downsizing and downsizing unless she finds the right dude. Because at this point, I don't think it's going to be on her own accord that she picks herself up by her bootstraps and is able to live the same sort of lifestyle. Now, remember, the paycheck she gets for Beverly Hills is still bigger than any money that we'll ever probably see in our lives, right? I mean, maybe not for some of you guys. And if, if that is the case, sign up for my Patreon. My God, please. But you, you know what I'm saying? You could tell the glee talking about this lifestyle. And Garcelle and I talking to goes, Erica is just so used to a certain lifestyle that she's not even putting together that given the situation with Tom, this is not the time to be talking about these expensive bags or how much money you spent. This is not a good look. But here's the deal, Garcelle. Erica doesn't care. And Erica goes, I have a suede in Batanga, Madagascar. Batanga, Madagascar? Are we just making up Pixar cartoon names at this point for clothing? I got a Toy Story 4 with leather. I got a Wally with a uh, leopard skin. I have a suede and Bottega Madaska crocodile bag with a red whip stitch that I, I could bring out right now. You'd fucking shit yourself. You'd see it in your eyes pop right out of your head. You poop, I tell you. And it's like the way she speaks about these things is the way other people speak about love of humans. You know, like when you talk about your boyfriend or your husband or your girlfriend, or you're like, oh my God, I am so in love with her. 
oh my God, she makes my heart feel full, so full. She has the prettiest hair and the most beautiful eyes. And, and I just, I, I light up every time I see her. That's how she talks about possessions. I'm swinging but taking Madagascar crocodile bag with a red whip stitch that I could bring out right now. Like she talks about it like a lover. And by the way, I know that that's not unique to her. I know a lot of women and dudes do that too. But she becomes alive. She becomes a nice person, you know? She really does. She comes to life. It feels like one of her main purposes in life is to own things. Garcelle Natagonet goes, what the fuck? Erica goes, I need to use these things, so here you go. Like, that's why she has the purse here. And Garcelle goes, well, what does $750,000 earrings look like? Whoa, Garcelle, bringing it up. And then Erica goes, they're actually 1.3. And Garcelle goes, each one? I don't know, total value, but I'll show you tomorrow. So in this small conversation, Garcelle has managed to either catch Erica or Erica's lying to uh, the valuation of these earrings went up from $750,000 to 1.3 million. Now, if you listen to these recaps every week, remember a month ago when I did that story about how the original diamond earrings got stolen and there was an insurance claim against them and they bought rebody. I don't know. It was a weird, very weird, but the whole pricing on these are very weird. So Garcelle goes, do you have them? And Erica goes, of course, of course I have them. And Garcelle goes, do you want to give them away? So beautifully done. Like the way Garcelle threw that in there. Because it could be taken as a joke. Like, do you want to give them away to me? Because that's an Erica Jane joke, right? Give them to me, give them to me. Or it's like, do you want to give them away to the people that the money, you know, the money that bought these earrings, most likely. And Erica goes, she almost is rendered speechless. And she goes, Honey, if they're deemed not mine, then that's the truth. And Garcelle goes, Well, don't think you should just give them up anyway, don't you think? And Eric goes, If it's said, then I should. And Garcelle goes, No, I know, but outside of that, well, I'm gonna... Doesn't Erica Jane want to just give them up, Garcelle says? Diana is watching and listening intently. And Erica goes, No, hold on, hold on. Erica Jane wants to do what's right under the letter of the law. You know it's bad when she slips into third person, Erica Jane. Erica Jane wants to do what's right under the letter of the law. If a judge says that you should, I will. Garcelle goes, Why do you need a judge? Because it's a legal fight, Garcelle. Am I the one that represented them? Am I the one that signed those checks? No, but what do you care if people are suffering? Hold on, and you have something that could maybe help. Listen, it's a property fight. How do you separate the two, Garcelle says. I couldn't do it. Why wouldn't you just go, fuck it, let's pay the victims? It's not saying I'm guilty. It's saying I have compassion. I have a heart. Babes, hold on. Are they stolen? Garcelle goes, I don't know. You know what I say? I'm not guilty. And how fucking dare you say that shit about me? And Garcelle just shakes her head. And Rena, who's also eavesdropping. By the way, at this point, we should just be like, guys, everybody just join in. We can see everybody eavesdropping. Like, what would you know? And... Rinna covers her mouth and shakes her head. And there goes, and I'm fighting like a fucking devil. <laughs> you know what? Garcelle goes, it's for your life. It's for my life. I can't tell you what to do. No. But do you care if they're stolen? Yes. Why? Because it needs to be a final order. It needs to be justice under the law. And guess what? If I'm a liar, they'll be proven I'm a liar. Garcelle in a talking head goes, hearing how Erica feels about keeping the earrings, I really now don't want to give her a heads up about what I talked about on the reel. I really don't. And Garcelle goes, got it. I'm good. 
Now, Juliana made a note in here that I was trying to gauge as well. I was trying to gauge how many martinis Erica was consuming, but it was very difficult because one moment you would see the glass full and the next moment it would be drank or you would see her drinking it from different shaped glasses. So she definitely indulged in multiple martinis. And you can definitely tell in this next scene because her, you know, it's just there's light slurring, light slurring. You know, like, listen, we would have only known if she was really wasted if one of Garcelle's young sons got there. Get the fuck out of here! And then we would know she's drunk. So food's being served, lots of delicious dishes. Erica's offered additional Parmesan for hers, and she accepts. She's like, keep going, yeah. Give me $1.3 million worth of Parmesan. And uh, Sutton's mushrooms are like, these are amazing. And I'm like... Those boobs are amazing. <laughs> Crystal looks at all the plates and she goes, I want to eat everyone's food. And now I know this wasn't it, but like, you know, I always wonder about this since Crystal's storyline is the eating disorder. Is this part of that? Of like, is this, does she go through torment looking at everybody's food and she's eating salad? There's no joke. And then this is the weird one. Dorit goes, Mo, 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 is that sausage? Hey, and Mo's like, yeah, it's the chicken sausage that you asked for. And Dorit goes, I didn't ask for chicken sausage. It was like kind of a... Listen, I know Dorit gets upset when I say that. And I'm a huge fan. I'll go to Punta Mita, right? Hey, me and you, Ryan, we go to Punta Mita. We have a boys weekend. We get boy George, me, you, little Jagaloo, and we just be bros. I truly do want to hang out with PK one day. But this was like a chummy moment. But also, like you said, it is they're they're like kind of family for each other. So I know a lot of you guys said it was a fun and flirty moment, but it was just, you know, it's just a familiar moment. And Kyle goes, Diana, do you want to see the handbag my sister brought tonight? Don't be jealous. And she holds up Kathy's cloth bag. It's like a tote bag, you guys. It's like a bag I have. It's like stupid. But remember, Kathy's the butt of everybody. Just joke now. And like, you know, so... You know, Kathy handles it well, though. And Kyle's like, look, look at a dummy. And Diana's like, hee 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 so stupid bag, stupid. And Kyle, you know, like, you know, Kyle goes, Diana's dying over your bag. And Kathy goes, I actually do have some nice purses. I didn't want to bring them to Aspen because I'm not an asshole that needs to show off. No, she goes, I didn't want to bring them to Aspen. Do you know what I'm saying? That's real money. Where she's like, you guys, I have fucking Mooglers and Alexander McQueens at a hotel that I don't even know if it's torn down or not. That's how much money I have. The camera focuses in on Erica drinking her martini. Diana goes, that's amazing. And Kyle's like, we don't want to waste them. And Diana, ah! And Kathy's like, no, because they're too dressy. We're still talking about the purse. And Kyle's like, so this tote is a way better option. And, you know... Kyle and I talking to her goes, let's not get it twisted here. This is not a purse. That is a shopping bag from a store that Kathy is trying to pull off as a purse. I mean, Aspen is a chic place. All of a sudden, Jamie Lee Curtis pops out of no, no. Um, but also, like, let people live, Kyle. Like, what are you? Let people live. We're all going to get old and be ugly and die one day. Who the fuck cares? Like, let people live. We're all, you know, it's like, geez, man. Kyle makes Diana touch Kathy's tote bag across the table so they can laugh about it some more. And Diana is losing her shit. Oh, I've never thought a hot text on Kyle says, there's no way she just got dressed and thought, let me throw this bag with my outfit. Kathy goes, well, you can also use it as a halter top. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And Kyle goes, it's a beach bag. And Sutton's like, that'd make a cute bathing suit. And Kyle goes, truly? They cut to commercial here. And I, they cut immediately to a Brittany Cartwright 
Weight Watchers commercial. She's like, I, I'm, and where she's talking to herself, like to, hey, Brittany from one year ago, what's going on? You look like you lost a lot of weight. You know, and she she does look, she's like, I lost four or five pounds. And you can tell, like, Brittany's probably making, like, the most money in the Jack's household right now. I mean, I bought that Rambo lunchbox from Jack's eBay site, but that was only like 35 bucks. So I think Brittany's bringing in the, the majority. Uh, the dinner ends and the ladies retreat back to the Aspen rental house. Erica's getting out of the van and we see that the, the, it's snowing, but the, the driveway is not snowing. It's like, does this mean that when it's like this, then the driveway is heated? And Crystal goes, yeah, wow. That's what I thought. And Crystal goes, this is some rich people shit right here. This is some selling the OC shit, folks, which I recap on Patreon. Um, but it is true. Like, like that's like that's what rich people buy. So they don't have to like, do you know how many times, like I grew up in Kansas and like I was in charge of shoveling the driveway. That was like one of my chores. And it's just, I mean, it's crazy. Rich, rich people do crazy shit. Again, we focus on Sutton attempting to get out of the van and it's taking another um, odd amount of time. And she's like, I'm, you know, th- this is truly how I am with my knees. And Garcella's like, come on, Miss Daisy. And she's like, hurry up. Uh, we see again the beautiful attributes of the Aspen house, the entertainment area, the waist high shuffleboard, the pool table, the bar, the fireplaces, the lovely seating. Erica's looking around for things that she can pocket. And uh, Sutton's like, we should play some shuffleboard. And Crystal's like, I'm going to go put pajamas on. And Kyle's like, this is gorgeous. Let me put my Kyle uh, cowboy. This, yeehaw, this is gorgeous. You guys, holy smoke show. Holy smoke show. Um, Although, did you guys notice that uh, on the banner of a screen, they would put Kathy's name up to identify her when she enters a room? And it's like, at this point, it's like they do it with like Leah, the stylist or Mikey. Like at this point, we know who Kathy Hilton is. Like, is this, why are we doing this? It almost feels like a troll or something. Rin is like, everyone's getting their cozies. This is a fucking cozy line. Let's get in our cozies. Garcelle offers something for Rinna to wear and relax in. They're all at the bar making their cocktail. Uh, Rinna goes, Garcelle dressed me fashion by Garcelle. And she's just in like some gray sweats. Erica shouts across the room. You took off your red Tom Ford costume for that? And Crystal goes, she's happy. And Rinda goes, I did. And Crystal goes, Erica. And Erica goes, what? I have Adidas on. I have whatever you want. And Erica, gulping her red pomegranate cocktail, goes, I ain't taking shit off, bitch, unless it's for a man. Because remember, I get dick. I don't care where I go. I'm an ass man. Dick's lined up. Now, Rinna to Sheree goes, hey, 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 bite, bite half of this, bite, hey, hey, first half's free, hey. She's giving out weed edibles. She's a push. She's a dealer. She's like, Sheree, look at me. Hey, hey, bite this. Take this down. And Sheree's like, what is that? And Rinna goes, it's pot. And she's like, in this little thing? And drug pusher Rinna's like, it's chocolate in a blueberry Eat half. Just eat it. <laughs> we both did it. And to Crystal, you know. And listen, like, it's an edible. It's fun. Like, you know, there, it really is. If you eat edibles in moderation, like, and I'm talking teeny tiny because I've had, you know, but it's it's fun. It's silly. It's goofy. And it made me almost like Rena in this scene. Truly. Uh, Rena and I talking to talking to goes, it's not very fun to be baked alone. <laughs> baked. Oh, my God. I love Rena with her drug lingo. Which, yeah, you, you want to watch Dazed and Confused? <laughs> 
push her, Renner continues. She's like, eat half, only half. You'll be fine, I promise. And then Cherie wakes up the next day. She's like, where the fuck is my kidney? Somebody stole my kidney last night. Um, Renner goes, I promise. Renner and I talking to her goes, so maybe this could get people dancing, having a good time. Um, or you get completely paranoid and realize you're hanging out with Lisa Rinna. Shree bites it and makes a face. Rinna and a talking head goes, this group is so fucking hardcore and it's so dramatic. Actually, I just think we need to have fun. Okay, Rinna, you're getting charged $200 for that hypocritical statement. You're the one that is so dramatic. What are you talking about? Crystal goes, do you know what you're eating? And Shree goes, yeah, but it tastes like weed. And Crystal's like, that's what you're eating. And Rinna goes, it is weed. That's what it is. But in a blueberry with chocolate. Kathy goes, all right, girls, ladies, attention, ladies. I actually think every other tequila is disgusting, and I like this. <laughs> Nikki and James are investors. I'm an investor, and I'd like you guys to try. Like, this is totally like, I'm Kathy Hilton, and I'm here to share to shell you a timeshare in Boca. <laughs> we have this wonderful that you could have a share of for two weekends out of the year for the low, low price of $50,000. This is the best. Like, you realize this is probably one of the reasons Kathy went on this trip is to sell this. Nikki really, Nikki and James want their tequila to do really well, so I'm going to go try to sell it to these ladies. I love, and I just, I wish so much there had been like a pie chart involved or something, you know. Ladies, you will know that a lot of tequila drinkers are older women, like us. Kyle suddenly growls. She goes, ha! <laughs> and she laughs, snorts. Totally dead stops Kathy. And I'm like, how many blueberries did Kyle have? And Kathy goes, so anyway, instead of everybody shooting their mouths off, and when it goes, ooh, Erica takes Kyle's hat and puts it on. Like, look at me, I'm like Cowboy Kyle. And Kyle's like, give me my hat back. My hair is ugly. It's like, what with your fucking, you and your hat, Kyle? Jesus. I almost thought it was like Brett Michaels where you take Kyle's hat off and you realize all her hair is stitched into the hat and she's bald. You know, like on Rock of Love uh, with Brett Michaels from Poison, like he wore that bandana, but then you just realize it was like, oh shit, that's all fake hair. And the bandana just keeps all the fake hair in. No one's listening to Kathy and her tequila. And it's like, guys, guys, Kathy's talking. Rinna in a talking head rolls her eyes. She's like, oh, God, here we go again. And Kathy's like, this is Casa del Sol. But also, Rinna, how dare you? Like I said, we've sat through so many of your shitty products. The last one being Rinna Rosé. And for, oh, God, here we go again. I mean, do you realize, like, when, when you're asked or, like, come up with these lines in the talking head, do you go, like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't because it would make me look like an asshole because I did a whole thing about Rinna Rosé. They flash back to a split screen to a present moment one month earlier where Kathy is speaking about this, too, at the Xmas party. This is a rolled in a barrel for 90 days. And then one month ago moment, it's aged for 90 days. And when he goes, 90 days? Is that a long time? And Kathy goes, in France, in barrels. And Kathy goes, I know you girls like tequila. I'd like to get everybody's opinion. I thought we could do a little bottoms up. Now, listen, this is like... The fact that they're like, Kathy keeps trying to say, like, dude, that's the name of the housewives game. You're really going to say, like, oh, I've seen each one of these ladies, what, uh, Beverly Beach. Um, like, we, we can name so many housewives products all in with Freddie Mellencamp. What are we talking about? Kathy wants us to do a little bottoms up. You know, Erica's been slugging down martinis all night. Like, it's going out of style. We can't do a little tequila shot. And Erica's like, no. And Rena smacks her hand over her face. 
Yeah, no. And Erica goes, the last time I was on tequila, I cussed out Garcelle's son. Okay, let's blame it on the tequila. And it wasn't Kathy's tequila that night, by the way. Randy goes, that's right. I don't think it'd be a good thing for me. You're not having any. Sutton and then talking to goes, okay, I say, I say, cute. I'm glad you brought tequila, but I don't like tequila. We all know I drink vodka. I do feel bad for Kathy. Like, it is one of those things where it's like, it's starting to remind me of my mom. And she's like trying to be like, hey, let's do this and fun and hip. And she has like youngish daughters. I know. So in a separate grouping, we hear Dorit go, what happened at dinner? I didn't hear any conversation. I was too busy with Mo talking about chicken sausage. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Garcelle goes, Erica brought up the $750,000 earrings and she was completely open. And I even said to her, if it was up to me, I would have given the earrings if it's going to help somebody in pain. And Dorit goes, but did she say she didn't want to return them? And Garcelle goes, she said she wants to go through the legal process. Diana in a talking head goes, Everybody acting like only Erica could do something about it, but guess what? So, if you're so passionate about this, then put your money where your mouth is. Take out your earrings and donate. We can all help. Which leads us to Diana today. She set up a foundation for the victims, right? Diana set that up today. And this is like cool. Like, listen, this is a good thing. Um, it goes through Diana, so they have to apply for it through Diana to get the money. But that's, you know what, like, that it's about making the victims, getting them their money that was stolen. If Diana Jenkins wants to donate $100,000 to that, hell yeah, man. Let's all, like, you know, Kyle, why don't you donate 100 Reno, why don't you, da- da- you know, do 100 I mean, this is her statement. Sinella, Sinella Diana Jenkins donates $100,000 to help Lion Air Flight 610 victims' families. Entrepreneur and philanthropist, and this is like a press release, announced today that she will donate $100,000 to benefit immediate family members of the 189 passengers and crew who were killed in 2018 when Lion Air Flight 610 crashed into the Java Sea shortly after takeoff in Indonesia. So that's what we're talking about this whole time, you guys. This is who Tom Girardi and Girardi Key stole money from, these victims. This is a real plane crash. This is real victims. Jenkins, founder and CEO of Neuro Brands Beverage Company and a cast member on the television series Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, said she will make the contribution through her new charity, the Sanella Foundation, which is partnering with 501. So basically she's starting a foundation and this money will go through there. So she's giving the money to herself to then give to other people. She quoted as saying, I was not aware of this tragedy until it became a topic of conversation on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I feel so much sympathy for the widows and orphans left behind. I know firsthand the pain of suffering that accompanies the loss of a family member having lost my brother to war criminals at the end of the Bosnian War. I want to do what I can to support these people who suffered so much. Anyone who wants to donate to the families of the Lion Air victims will be able to do so through the Sunella Foundation. Details about how to contribute will be available at www.sunella, and that's S-U-N. NELA foundation.org. All donations will be received and secured by GVNC, which will also establish a process for immediate family members of the Flight 610 victims to apply for and receive support. Money raised in this project is completely unrelated to ongoing litigation related to this tragedy. And in her Instagram caption, she goes, I was not aware of the tragedy. You know, like the same thing. So she's saying, I mean, the one weird thing is like she's saying she was not aware of this. Until, you know, she's been aware of this for a very long time. But she chose the day that this scene aired to put it out there. But you know what? Who cares? The point is that it's done. 
That's that, you know, so like whatever money we can get to the victims, that's why I'm saying like, look how easy this was. Now, Erica put hearts in the reply, but then she supposedly liked another comment saying like, you know, that was kind of negative, like that Erica might not be happy with this because listen, I bet Erica wants a nice little donation from Diana and I bet she's gotten one. I, I, I truly do feel like, and I said this last week that Diana probably has given Erica money in some form or another. Cause you know, I think that Diana does consider Erica her friend. Um, but this I think is a great thing. You know, it is a great thing. I, and I'm so curious. This is why I really want Diana at the reunion. And it was a, a thing, I think, I think she was really prepping for the reunion by doing things like this. I mean, the week before she was suing Bravo fans or like cease and desist in them. So this is like, starting to clear that up a little bit. So listen, I don't care how these victims get their money as long as they get their money, but it does show you, well, why can't Erica hand over those earrings, right? Like if it's that easy, why not? Like, let's get this done once again. But this is what I'm saying, Erica. And we get into this right now. So, um, Garcelle says, uh, she'll come over and tell you anything. It's really surprising. And Garcelle goes, Erica, and Erica just like slunches over like Gollum. She goes, what? Get over here. And drunk Erica, she's like slouches. And she's like, why? Why don't you invite me over for? And Diana goes, to tell you what a bitch you are in your face. <laughs> Garcelle goes, I don't want to talk behind your back. Come here. So on the sofa, the grouping is Rinna, Kyle, Sutton, and Trey all observing this go down. Kyle says, Sutton, go over there. You're a lawyer. And Rinna like falls over laughing, blueberry high. And Sutton's like, I have not taken the LSAT yet. Because remember, Sutton was going to study law. Kyle slightly says, well, you, you got to study. You said you're studying. And she looks over at Rinna so they can laugh about it together. And Sutton's like, I haven't studied yet, Kyle. Kyle's stirring the pot. She's like, you're a lawyer. Go over there. I haven't had time to study, Kyle. And Rinna goes, listen, listen, shh. And Garcelle goes, I don't want to talk behind your back. And Erica goes, okay, go ahead. Talk in front of my face. And then she shows her butthole. No, no. <laughs> and Garcelle goes, I was saying how open you were and you want to go through the legal system. You really believe in the legal system. And Erica goes, I have to, really. There's no point. Well, I'm not going to do anything that is not required of me under the law. And Crystal goes, is there something you might want to do outside of the law? And Erica goes, no, absolutely not. People sued me. I have my response until the judge decides that's it. And Erica, this is when I was saying earlier, two things can be right. Erica's right. That's it. She can choose to be heartless about the situation. She can choose. And this is what frustrates me about our legal system because it doesn't help Joe Schmoes like you and me anymore. It helps rich people. It helps politicians. It helps people hold on to wealth. That's all our political system. I mean, our judicial system seems to do anymore. It doesn't help the victims. It helps protect people like this because she knows she can keep this going in the courts and the courts and the courts and the courts and never have to give any fucking thing up. That's just my opinion. Diana goes, but here's the thing. The justice is based on facts. Diana's really standing up. And Crystal goes, oh, no, Diana, no, sorry. Diana goes, but here's the thing. The justice is based on facts. Diana is somebody that's rich enough to use the legal system in her favor and has before as well. Remember, she's using the legal system the last couple of weeks. Crystal says, but don't you think there's a story that's right versus the law? And Erica goes, no, the law is precedent. Spoken like somebody uh, that married an embezzling lawyer. Crystal goes, I would give it up. Why? Because you could look good? And Garcelle goes, I 
would feel compassion for other people. Why don't you think I feel compassion? Because I haven't fought it out yet? No, 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 Garcelle says, I think you don't have the compassion because you don't want the compassion to seem like you're guilty. I'm not guilty. I'm not saying you are, but if you do, it might look like you are. No, no, I'm not guilty. That's why I fight as hard as I do. <laughs> then donate the earrings. And Crystal goes, it's about trying to make people whole, that's all. There is a place to make people whole in a court of law, not in the court of public opinion. Her voice gets really nasty. And Chris goes, we're not talking about public uh, opinion. Erica in a full screen goes, yeah, you are. And listen, Erica has a point. This is public opinion. But it's only public opinion to Erica. Because most people would be their actual heart and soul. But Erica views heart and soul is public opinion of what people think of her. Because Erica's fine with her. Erica's fine with herself, you know? Erica doesn't give a shit. These aren't her victims. She didn't fly that plane. She didn't sign those checks. All she did was get jewels, cash, you know, money for her character, Erica Jane, all of this stuff from that money. But that's not her fault. So most people, that would eat them alive, right? Most people. Because you would go back and like, fuck, I knew it was too good to be true. I knew if I blew this old man for so many years, it was too good to be true. If he took care of me for the rest of the life, I should have known better. So Kyle, why, why, like Kyle's like, Zoiks? And Erica's like, you're not letting the legal process play out. Now, Erica isn't dumb though, right? She's dumb, but she's not dumb. And she's also, like I said, married to a lawyer that has taught Erica how the legal system does work. Yeah, let the legal process. Yeah, we'll get him. We'll get him on appeal. Yeah. Come on, we're old enough, you guys, where we see even how the legal system works. You guys read a paper. Do you guys watch the news every day? Just think about some of your favorite politicians, how much they're in court. They're just resuing or reopening or appealing or blah, 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 blah. Crystal in a talking head goes, whether or not your husband has been convicted of the crimes, why can't you show empathy? It's asinine to me. I don't understand. The, the, I, I don't understand. Now, speaking of husbands, though, fun fact, I learned this this week. Crystal's husband... Rob is the director of the Disney movie, The Lion King. That was a fun fact. Erica goes, the law matters. <laughs> I love it, Erica. The law matters. And if you don't understand that, you're an amateur. Get the fuck out. Just because someone alleges that you did shit, you're not going to throw your hands up and say, I did. Oh, my God. I feel so bad. People are thinking I'm terrible. Hold on a fucking minute. That's one side of the story. Let me tell the other fucking side. You believe that just because somebody said so? Crystal goes, no one said so. That's how I feel. No one's telling me to care about the victims. I care. Let's get real. Let's get real? You're not caring without facts, though. What facts do you have? There's dead people that money was stolen from. Those are fucking facts. Really? No, it's not. Where are your facts? Back them up. Come on. Sign it. She's almost like, show me the bodies. Show me the bodies, bitch. And this was her teeth. Clenching one is like very scary, very golem like. Precious. So, Crystal goes, You're telling me that the victims were not paid. I'm telling you. From their class action lawsuit. Yeah. Have you proven that? Eric in a talking head goes, I understand that these people have passed away, and I feel terrible about that. We need to find out what did or did not happen to their settlement money. That's a different fact. Erica Jane, worst lawyer ever. Like, my God. 
We need. We we're still. We still don't know what happened. Erica says uh, it's a civil lawsuit, so it's not a criminal lawsuit, so it's not an issue of guilt or innocence. Chris goes, yeah, true. So let's get that very straight. Rena and the talking head goes, this animal is taking effect. This is like getting in the way of my vibe. <laughs> it's harshing my mellow. <laughs> you know what's so th- This really did make me like Rena because this is hands down. Normally, an argument she would have fully inserted her big fat mouth into. She would be like, hey, Janice, you're like, but she was like high out of her gourd, so she couldn't. So she's like, oh, shit. Oh, my God, I can't even make word sounds. <laughs> oh, my God. I want hot tamales so bad. I want candy so bad. Oh, please. Like, you know, it's like that cracked me up because you know otherwise she would be in there. And Eric's like, it's not an issue of criminal liability. Rena goes, too bad that edible tin came out too late. If I'd given everybody an edible, we would have had like Doritos. And the editors do a shot of Dorito. <laughs> and we'd be eating and laughing, whatever. You're bumming my high. You're bumming my high. Which, by the way, you guys have all bummed my high, you housewives. Erica goes, I'm not saying I don't feel for the potential victims. And Garcelle goes, potential victims? Because who knows if they're true or not? Garcelle goes, okay. Garcelle in a talking head goes, for two decades, Erica was living this lavish lifestyle off the backs of these victims. Even if Erica is innocent, her refusing to give anything back is beyond me. We're not talking about people you don't know that are in front of you, and that's me. And you know what? Because someone said something does not make it true. Erica... I say that same thing right back to fucking you because you have said so many things that have turned out not to be true. You have claimed victory when it's not been true. You have distracted. You've used... It's like, so Kyle is full Zoik's face this whole scene. Kyle to Rena goes, it's not cool what Erica said right now. It's not good. Kyle in a talking head goes, if it were me in her shoes, I would be making a statement about how I do care about the victims and please be patient with the process. You know, something about, like, I love that Kyle's like, I would say something like, um, uh, do you guys like cowboy hats? Um, uh, uh, I've got a small house in Aspen. Uh, something. I would say sorry. And Crystal's like, all I can say is that all I think about are the victims. And Erica goes, I don't give a fuck about anybody else but me. Now the whole room goes, zoiks. And Rena, you can just tell, is like, I'm so high. California dreaming. Like, it's so messed up. And Diana's the only one that's like, yes, now it makes sense to me. Kyle's like, it's not about just law. These people are, there's victims involved. The question is, were they defrauded by Gerardi Keese? Not by Erica Gerardi. Were they defrauded by Gerardi Keese? Guess what? I don't work at Gerardi Keese. Well, you you worked on some of Gerardi Keese. I mean, you worked on your knee. I worked on my knees. I'm not a licensed lawyer, Kyle. I don't control that. I've never met these people. Garcelle goes, so you, you don't believe that there are victims? Well, that's to be litigated and found out. And I'm like, oh my. Even I'm like, oh, dude. Kyle's like, no one is saying that you were involved in this, but I thought it was a given that the money was taken from Girardi Keys. No, it's not. It's still in litigation. <laughs> and Kyle's like, okay, but in the meantime, let's have a little sensitivity to the victims. So Erica can't even admit it. And you would say, oh, it's court, blah, blah, blah. At this point, come on, you guys. Erica goes, the only person you should be concerned about is me. 
And Kyle goes, I know you're in defense mode right now, but it can't just be about you. No, I'm not. Dorit to Erica goes, honey, just take a deep breath. It's like when little Jagaloo has a nightmare. I say, little Jagaloo, take a deep breath. And Erica goes, no, I'm not taking no deep breath. Why am I catching the sins of somebody that I've divorced? First off, welcome to marriage. Second off, you aren't divorced. Third off, well, that's what a partnership is, right? Sometimes you do have to pay for the sins of your partner. Sorry, bitch, time to pay up. That's it. You bet on the wrong horse. Dorit goes, Erica is too reactive and things come out sideways. As a friend, you're like, God, it's so hard to defend you. She's going to have to take responsibility for the things that come out of her mouth. Uh, Dorit kind of lets always Erica, uh, you know, it's weird. Garcelle goes, you have a pair of $750,000 earrings. If you give it to them, by the way, it's 1.3. And Erica goes, what's going to happen? I've been nothing but upfront and this and honest. She's slurring at this point. Dorit's yelling, honey, the headlines, they are saying that you refuse. And we see the headline from Reality Blurb. Erica Jane refuses to hand over, blah, blah, blah. And Erica goes, I offered. They were fucking catalog. Do you think I think I can get away with some shit? Yeah, I do think that. Like, flat out, I do think Erica thinks she can get away with some shit. But I think she can do it through the legal process. And I think she knows that. Dorit goes, I don't think you want to get away with it. I don't. And I can't. And Erica goes, we're fighting a legal battle. I'm following the law. So stop fucking criticizing me for defending myself. I've had enough. She's right. She can have enough. That's fine. Kyle goes, I don't believe that you knew where the money came from that Tom used to buy them for you. No. 15 years ago? But my issue is you're not acknowledging the victims. That's my problem. They're not my victims. People fucking died, Kyle says. Kathy goes, Kyle, stop cursing. That's the real issue here, you guys. It's Kyle's potty mouth. And Kyle goes, Kathy's tough. And Kathy goes, I'm sorry, but knock it off. Uh, you know, I know people died, but come on. Now there's a potty mouth on top of it. Um, and Kyle goes, people died and the families are left in the aftermath. You're not showing any, any compassion. You can tell Kyle's drunk. She's getting teary. By the way, this is like, where's Mauricio? <laughs> hey, guys, I've uh, been playing billiards. Um, Erica's like, why am I showing compassion for people that are dogging me for something I didn't do? This is the person that literally teepees the house and then, like, only does, like, three, like, you know, like, I only threw it one time, so I'm less guilty. That's like Erica, you know? Kyle goes, don't say that, Erica. Don't say that because you're my friend and I can't defend that. Don't say that. You can't have compassion for people who fucking died. They're not my victims. They're not my problem. They're not, Kyle. I will say Erica's in complete control in this scene compared to Kyle. They're not. And Kyle goes, don't keep saying that. Please put you aside for one second. Why are you so fucking hung up on this? I'm trying to help you, Erica. Your own, your, your own victim. I'm not a victim, Erica says. Okay, well then what do you want to call yourself? I'm not a fucking victim. Yeah. <laughs> call me Erica Jane. I'm a performer. It's expensive to be me. <laughs> Kyle goes, what do you want to call yourself? And Eric's like, honey, I've been a wife that's been left in ruins. Okay, cute, cute story. Toots, real quick, remember you left him. Everybody always forgets this part of it. You left him before any of this stuff came out, remember? You didn't get left, you left him. Just 
quick little little note <laughs> off to the side in the huddle. Rena goes, we need to get her out of here now. Also, I think the sky is going to eat me whole. The trees are talking to me, and I just saw a unicorn. And Dorit goes, I tried. I, we've got to. And Rena's like, whatever we can do, we need to get her out of here. And Kyle's like, I just don't think you understand the issues. Rena and a talking head goes, it's getting to a point where you can't come back from certain things. I'm like, this is the pot calling the kettle back again. It's like, Rena said so many things she couldn't come back from. And when I sense that, you know what? I go on Instagram. No, she's like, you got to go because nothing's good going to come out of this. And Rena goes, you know, let's go back to Kyle's. It's enough. You're done. We're going. I'll fight this all night long. I understand. I'm fucking right. I know, but we're going. We're leaving that chat. I'm not caving into some shit. That's fine. We're going home. We're going back. Caving because people think I should feel some way. No more. What kind of shit? We're done. Let it play out in the court of law. We're done. Take responsibility for shit I didn't do. Erica, we're going. I pray to God your fucking shit doesn't end up like mine. Gosh, let's go. <laughs> Why? I'd say here and fight all fucking night with these bitches. Come on, enough. Numb fact issue in. Erica, come on, we're done. Fuck you all. What about the facts, you dumb fucks? They're outside now. <laughs> By the way, that might have been some of the best voice work I've ever done in my life. That just, I was on top of those lines. Rena, Erica, Dorit, and Diana shuffle out. You're like, okay, drive safe. Sheree, Sutton, Kathy, Crystal, Garcelle, and Kyle are left quietly sitting on the sofa. And Sutton goes, well, I was really looking forward to a game of shuffleboard. And Garcelle goes, not happening, girl. Not happening. Next time on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the girls are at a bar whooping it up and taking a shot ski off a shotgun. There's a hat demonstration where Kyle is burning a cowboy hat, which is like, that's got to be like lighting up a Bible for Kyle. Like, she's like, we're lighting hats on fire, burning some Benjis. Benji. Erica Dorit. Everybody wants me to curl up and be nice. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm not apologizing for shit. And Dorit to Kyle in a scene goes, listen to me, honey. She was in tears, broken fuck off Kyle's like fuck off I don't care Kyle like enough of this oh she's broken no you know what broken Crystal goes there is no misunderstanding on her position and Dorit goes I don't know all the information and neither do you and then they're at this bar you guys and Kathy goes they have my tequila here Casa de more. and Rene goes did you and Kathy goes uh huh and then Rena goes to the bartender can I have a shot of that 818 tequila <laughs> I want to see what a little shot tastes like because it's my friend, Kendall Jenner's tequila. I have mainly friends that are 22 years old. I'm a 63-year-old woman. Could I have a little shot of my girlfriend, Kendall Jenner's tequila? And then Kathy goes, Oh, I want to try Kendall Jenner's one In front of me right now? And Kyle doesn't do a fucking thing about it? And Kathy leaves, goes, I am fucking pissed off. And I think that is the beginning of the night of hell. You guys. I truly thought we'd be out of here in like an hour and a half. And it's too Fuck. Fuck. But whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm not going to apologize. This is entertainment. Entertainment, folks. Okay, a couple more things. Just a couple more things. This is the shit that Rena posted on her Instagram. Remember last week she was like, I can't post about housewives anymore. It's too toxic. I'm just not going to do it. It's, just, it's crazy. I won't do that. I'm not going to do it to myself. It's toxic. Well, I guess she is. She's past that toxicity. She's back on the toxic wagon. She's okay with being toxic again. She, um, she, she put in her stories 
a text message from Kathy to Lisa Sunday, January 30th at 12.53 a.m., which would be the night in question that she was up all night. And Kathy's text goes, please, please do not say anything we discussed. Otherwise, it'll make a huge scene that everyone gets dragged into. No bueno. But Kathy does spell it B-U-E-A-N-O. Cute. Please, it goes further than you would want to know. Silence is golden. I am staying silent. And then like six heart emojis. I don't think this is the serve that Lisa thinks she thinks it is. First off, Lisa, you just can't trust her as far as you can throw her first off. So don't ever give Lisa any information. Don't. And I know some of you podcasters talk with her and all that. No, don't. You guys don't. You're going to blow it for yourself. She also then posted a Peaky Blinders. Remember her, Diana and Erica, I think they're like the Peaky Blinders gang. And it says, tell lies about me. I'll tell the truth about you. Okay. Um, yeah, it's toxic. Also, um, like I said earlier, Paris liked a bunch of uh, tweets last night. Tweets like, it's funny how Rinna gets multiple scenes dedicated to her beauty and wine brands. Mauricio has the agency featured in every outfit, but Kathy wants to promote her family's tequila and they all dismiss her. They all use the show for promo, so it's rich to think she shouldn't. Everyone promotes their new businesses or new clothing line. It's their time to do so and everyone support them. Kathy has that opportunity and that Kathy deserved respect. So it was funny. They, uh, Paris did not seem too happy. Also, I read this in a uh, uh, Facebook group. Uh, by the way, go follow the So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey Facebook group, you guys. Uh, I've got to post in there more, but please post away in there. Um, this is from Sharon. She says, you do know that Erica lost the diamond earrings lawsuit and she lost the appeal. The judge confiscated them because the bankruptcy trustee proved they were purchased using a check drawn from a victim's trust account in 2007. They were appraised at $1.4 million and are being auctioned off. The same trustee is suing her for the $25 million that Tom transferred to her EJ Global LLC, and that trial is set for June 2023 because Erica requested a jury trial. Damn it, why can't I be on that jury? The California Franchise Tax Board suspended the LLC of EJ Global for improper tax deductions and whacked her with two tax bills totaling $4.2 million and referred her for a criminal investigation. The six other lawsuits are in the process of discovery and setting dates for trial. She won part of one lawsuit. This was the one from a week ago. This is true. Recently, in which the judge determined she had no personal fiduciary duty to the law firm clients as she is not an attorney but he is allowing her llc to still be sued so that i think gives you so much information right that gives you so much information oh my god thank god we guys we did it again Whew, i remember last thursday these ones take so long I'm hoping to see my mom this weekend. She doesn't listen to the show, so hoping to surprise her because she's uh, having a tough time with uh, her her illness right now. And, and uh, so I'm going to hopefully go surprise her um, tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. So have my mom in your thoughts. Uh, and also, I, I like to leave you with a little positive thing. And, and my friend Marissa sent this to me. Uh, it was like a, a post, but it says, it might seem hard to juggle everything in your life right now, so stop. Take a breath, just like Dorit tells us to, and focus on one small thing at a time. Uh, it can be very overwhelming seeing things as a whole. Instead, try to focus on pieces. 
this could help ease anxiety too. When I think about everything I have to do, my anxiety will start to spiral. So I try to focus on one thing first. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do because this week has been so overwhelming for me in so many reasons. And it probably was overwhelming for you too. And I just have to remind myself to just do one thing, whether it be the podcast or even just get out of bed. And I say this stuff out loud because it's um, it helps me remember them. It's not really even to tell you guys, it's to tell myself to remember because when I live in my head, it's you know not the healthiest place to be. So we had a great week of shows. I really think we do. We had more House of Hammer stuff. We had Sophie. We had the Southern Charm recap. We had IG Famous by Dana. We had, you know, Zen Blonde, BBF Bravo. I mean, we had Sarah here on. Truly, I'm so blessed in what I get to do. I just want to be able to keep doing it. So have a great weekend, you guys. Remember, you are at the weekend. Eat something great. Drink something good. Hang out with your family. Maybe kiss somebody with your their permission, of course. Maybe dance. Maybe just take some time to yourself. Maybe go on a hike. Maybe just lay in bed. Watch something cool get away from housewives all of that stuff and i'll see you bright and early unless you're a patreon member hello baddies uh but i'll see the rest of you guys on monday morning thank you for being a part of this and oh my god i'm so excited for tomorrow to get all the information by the way maybe we should do that in the facebook group tomorrow if anybody gets information about the beverly hills reunion put it over there so even i know about it um okay i i i always think it's just like 10 people at the end listening to this because it's so long but okay 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 i'll talk to you guys later bye Betches.